Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever the numbers read on your clock at this specific moment in time that words roll off my tongue, flow over my lips, into the mic, and through your speakers, penetrating your ear canals and stimulating your brain. Welcome to From the Mind of Mr. L. What's going on, everybody? I am the compassionate Dom, the sensual sadist, the southern gent with a sprinkle of filth, your host, Mr. L. We got episode 14 going on today. It's good to be rocking with y'all again. Thank you for continuing to support me, support the podcast, listening, chiming in, messaging. Continue to send me emails, message me on Instagram. I would love to hear what y'all got going on, your thoughts, your ideas. I'm only half this podcast. You guys make up for the other half of it. So I appreciate y'all. As always, want to do my check-in. How's everybody doing? I hope everything's going well. You know, hope you're feeling good mentally, sexually, emotionally, spiritually, all of it. I'm just hoping that you're feeling good all over. And if you're not, don't worry. You will soon enough. Just keep working at it. Um, One thing someone told me some years ago was be gentle with yourself. You're doing the best that you can. So I want to just drop that little bit right there for y'all. If you got something going on, just make sure that you're being gentle with yourself. It's enough shit going on around you. You don't need to add that extra pressure onto you. So be gentle with yourself. Um, kink of the week. As y'all know, usually right about now, I have a kink of the week. Unfortunately, this week, I've just been super busy. I haven't really done anything kinky. I've just been chilling, working, making some things happen. Um, I got a couple guests. Any fellas, anybody have a kink of the week? Something that you might have done this week that y'all just want to jump in just real quick before we get to the introductions? Kink of the week, man. I, I had a boring week. I'll be honest. I'll be transparent, too. Uh, the wife got her monthly friend, so ain't nothing kinky going on. <laughs> All I want to say is that you had the opportunity for the ultimate kink. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> you got that. You got that. Wait, wait, wait. The ultimate kink. Whoa, 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 whoa. Nah, you can't leave it at that. You got to dive in, my brother. Dive in real quick. Man, yo, like you married, you could have ran a red light, you know, depending on you know, where, your, where your valve where's that where your pressure where your pressure valve was at you know what i mean you got to put the put the towel down and just go to work yeah i'm saying bro listen yo tell her hop in the shower i mean you know her personally bro or do it in the shower is i'm just saying (laughs) you got the opportunity there there we go my guy slim you you got anything happen this week anything pop off Nah, I'm like you i'm like you my brother it was a very busy week uh you know wrapping up this semester so in this final week, I couldn't get distracted by no, uh, no, no, none of that sweet nectar. You know what I mean? Wait, wait. When's the semester over? Already or today? Today's today? the last day. Hey, you made it, my brother. Keep grinding. Keep grinding. Appreciate that, sir. All right. So that's the lack of kink of the weeks um, from from the three of us. Unfortunately, next week I'll try my best to have something for y'all. I promise. I'll try my best. Um, but as you heard, I do have two gentlemen on as guests this go around with me for this episode uh doing this podcast i think i never knew where it could go what it could lead i started off with the kinks with kiki podcast and because of the amazing amazing listeners that she has they encouraged me to do a podcast on my own at first i was like yeah you know I'm not really the podcast type person i don't know what to say what to do this that or the other but here we are episode 14 so yeah i've met some incredible people 
while doing this podcast. And once again, if you have paid attention to my Instagram or my podcast, you'll know that every other Wednesday, I jump on Instagram live with an amazing host, AJ Badass Jones, and two other fellas. And it's called Three Guys and a Girl. Um, I don't even, it's not even podcast. We're the Smutty Avengers. It's, it's just the live. We get on there and we talk our shit. It's, that's what it is. We got topics, incredible topics, not just sex-based topics, but real life topics and, you know, current event type things. And so I am pleased. I'm hype. I'm excited to have these two men as a guest on my podcast for the first time, uh, because we've talked now, it's been what, like two, three months since our first initial podcast uh, episode with AJ. Just about. And ever since then, it's just been rolling. we got an incredible dynamic. I enjoy their perspectives, point of view. We are all very, very different, but are very like-minded and similar at the same time. And that's, that makes for great content, I believe. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to let these gentlemen introduce themselves however they see fit. All right. I'll go first. What's going on, everyone? Well, I, I do want to start off with saying, Mr. L, definitely appreciate you bringing us onto this podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, everybody, my name is Val, creator of Dating for Millennials and Gen Z. So it's dating underscore Gen YZ on Instagram. I'm a dating and relationship manager. And what I aim to do is to help cultivate the dating and relationship lives that we all deserve. All right. Well, I'm going to go take, I'm going to, that's my cue now. I'm uh, my name is Slim. My Instagram handle is at Slim Stay Scheming, although I am going to change it to the genuine Slim, your girl's best friend. I'm trying to make that stick. Okay. That was inspired by Mr. L. So, Mr. L, I'm going to thank you for that inspiration. Like Val, I want to thank you for having me on today, having us on today. Much appreciated. And, um, you know, let's get down to business. Also, let me throw this in there. I'm sorry. I am PR for 973 Vibes. It's a podcast that uh, me and my people host. We, um, You won't see me in the screen. I'm behind the scenes, but I push it heavy. Uh, we found on YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Apple, um, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find a podcast, you're going to find 973 Vibes. Much appreciated. Dope, dope. Shout out to 973, the fellas over there doing their thing. Uh, Val, you're doing your thing. Uh, both of these gentlemen you can find on the Poom Poom Chronicles podcast with AJ the Badass Jones. They both did incredible episodes with her. And we're just going to kind of continue to keep that rolling based off some stuff that we talked about on live, flowing over into those two episodes. And now, and Slim, you are far too kind, man. I don't know what I did to deserve the, you know, the praise for the genuine, the genuine Slim. Like, what's let's let's get the back let's get the background to to slim stay scheming first so that way we can ah, better understand good one, good one. <laughs> right, the so genuine slim all right so slim stay scheming you know what i mean i just stay scheming exactly what you have but <laughs> stay you know, scheming it, right Niggas but you know go ahead you know over the years I, I you know sometimes that has a negative connotation you know scheming people uh oftentimes associate with a bad thing I'm just here to say first that I'm, I'm I'm a good guy. I'm a damn great guy. I've got to toot my own horn. Um, I don't scheme for bad. I scheme for the greater good. Um, you know what I mean? I, I scheme to so we could all win. You know what I mean? I, I scheme to spread love. That's the type of scheming I do. So, you know. I feel it's kind of like finessing. Like, you know, yeah, I'm, finessing I'm not, isn't bad. Yeah, exactly. It's not bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm always trying to, uh, I'm the guy who's going to try to get you in the room. You know what I mean? Mm. If I got a scheme to get you in the room, however it got to be, I'm going to talk to 
the head honcho and introduce myself and you know I'm a, I'm a network and get you in so when i say scheming i'm scheming in that sense you know i'm not scheming for negative I'm scheming so whenever all four of us link up including aj herself we already know who's gonna be at the front of the line to talk us in if slim can't get us in then we're gonna get aj the sweet talker our way in there we yes. go yes right there Thank i you. love it all right so it's genuine slim then the genuine slim that was actually inspired by my by my um cousin who is an avid listener of the Smutty Adventures every week. And he, you know, he loved your intro, Mr. L. So, you know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, man, you know, you like your genuine slim. You mean, you ain't thick, but you, you know, you ain't thick, but you thin. You know, your girl, you know, the still of your girl's best friend and shit. So I'm like, all right, bro. You know what? Let me tweak that a little bit and see if I can make that work. Man, y'all heard that. He's your girl's best friend. (laughs) Y'all ever heard the song, uh, The Things Your Man Won't Do by Joe? Yes. yes. That used to be that used to be my anthem back in the day. Like, yeah. yo, I didn't care if you had a man. He not do, he not treating you right, doing you right. Yeah. Come on over to death row. We got yeah. you. <laughs> we got yeah. you over here. Mr. Yeah, L take honestly, good care of you. I, honestly, my little brother was the one who uh put me on it because like I said, I was pursuing this girl. She involved in everything. I played my position in the background. My brother was like, let me tell you something, bro. You're the most dangerous man in the world right now. Hey. Because he said, you know, she, you that friend. You that friend she keeping on the side right now. So, you know what I mean? Ain't like she ain't fucking with you, but she must like you. She keeping you on the side. You, you, you're a dangerous man. So, All right. So this wasn't this wasn't on the topics list for the episode. But now I'm curious. I, already, I just got the answer from you, Slim. <laughs> Val, have you ever pursued a woman that had a man? Oh, man. <laughs> I, damn, okay, indirectly, indirectly, and what I mean by that, okay, so they they were not working out, and I was kind of like the middleman, I was both of their friends, and I was listening to what he had to say, what she had to say, and I said, y'all need to just talk to each other, I'm not doing this, y'all talk to each other. They had their conversation. They said that they thought it would be best if they, they just broke up. I was like, okay, cool. Waited for a month to go by. She made her move. I did not make the move. She thought that I was. I was not. And we ended up dating, and that definitely caused a rift with my bro. So indirectly, I did. Definitely regret it. You so ain't to- say nothing? You, you ain't stuck to your man first? I mean, was he your man? Because you Listen, my thing is like this. I would never probably do that to one of my mans, but if yeah. she's throwing it, I must just pull him to the side first. Be like, listen, yo, you know, what am I supposed to do? But see, that's the thing, though, right? So I did because he's my close friend. Yeah. My clo- like, I call him family now. That's how close we are. So, so y'all I still said, are cool. Oh, we still cool. We still cool. Okay. Uh, all right. All yeah. Right. So I pulled him to the side and I was, I was like, be honest with me. Be legit. Okay. Granted, I understand things did not work out with, with y'all. Yeah. But I, I am interested. If it's bothering you, I will not pursue because I care about our friendship more than this. And he said, mm-hmm. no, bro. No, do you think? Do you think? He lied. He lied. I found out years afterwards. He's like, yeah, I lied about it. I was like, you, you can't do that. So yeah. we, we almost came to blows for it. And I'm just like, it's, that, that wasn't necessary. I came to you as a man and I asked you straight up, tell me no. Tell me yeah. no. So that's why I said I kind of regret it. It's kind of a blip in our friendship, but we still close. So that's all that matters. That's good. Gotcha. I do want to clarify. If I'm, if I'm pursuing a shorty and she like adamant about her man and everything like that, she's not giving me the time of day, I'm going to back up because I respect oh, of course. the man. Of course. Yeah, respect yeah. But this particular shorty, I inquired before we ever linked up. And, you know, I just felt like I was given uh, a different perception 
than what was really going on what was really going on at the time so and now i'm at a point where i'm in too deep so (laughs) (laughs) and she and she as long as she gave me the time of day i'm gonna i'm gonna oblige her i'll say that i feel that so man i had an instance i have we we were we're boys, but like it, you know, kind of how you got like your first cousins, you're real close and cool yeah. with. Mm. Even those third cousins, you're real close and cool with. It's like the second cousins are your first, are your parents' first cousins or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. and you know how like then down the line you got that extended family. Yeah. So I had that like similar happen with like an extended homie, uh, where I didn't go talk to him, but his like you know ex shorty threw it at me and. I like a woman who's not afraid to just be like, yo, I want you, you know, yeah. or, or, or plant like a little seed knowing like, yo, it's right here. You know, I'm trying to give it to you. Come get it. Um, and I took it and it was cool. You know, to this day, I don't know if he knows or not. You know, we, we talk like every now and then, maybe like once every four months or something. And we still cool. If the conversation ever came up, I have no issue with just being like, yeah, so this happened between, you know, such and such and such and myself. And, yeah. um, but then there was another instance where I was in college and man, it was this one chick, and I saw her. I was like, "Yo, oh, she's new. She she wasn't here last semester, you know. She fit the whole description that I needed." And I was like, "Oh, I gotta have her." She was sitting in the cafeteria by herself at the time, so I wasn't gonna approach her right then. Luckily, we did have some mutual friends in common, and uh, we just ended up meeting through that, and we just started kicking it, you know, hit it off, just talking. You know me, I like to joke, have fun. I'm gonna make you smile. So, you know, she's smiling this, that, the other. And we, we we continue to hang out. And I noticed she has a boyfriend. They've been together since they were in, like, high school or something. And I can't remember if he transferred there for her or she transferred there for him. Ah. But to me, I didn't care. You know, you like Slim says, she's still giving me the time of day. I'm going to entertain it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes niggas are okay with being the side niggas. Now, I didn't smash. I did not smash. Didn't hit none of that. But I wanted her. I was pursuing her. And I remember one time we were in my dorm room. Her boyfriend stayed on, I was on the first floor. Her boyfriend, no, she stayed on the fourth floor because it was like co-eds, but every other floor would be male. And the other ones would be female. And uh, I'm sitting there on my computer, you know, doing some work. I got Facebook pulled up because this is back in like 2009, 2010. And she's chilling right beside me on my bed, like, you know, fully clothed. We're just kicking it, enjoying ourselves, having a good time. and. I get a message from her on Facebook and I'm reading it and it's like, yo, you know, due to respect for my boyfriend, you know, we shouldn't do this, this or this. Like, I think it's really messed up how we such and such and such. And so I turned to him, I'm like, yo, why, why'd you send me this message on Facebook when we're right here side by side? Like, you, you could tell me this, you know, like, that's fine. And she was like, I don't even have my computer with me. I didn't send oh. you a message. And it was the boyfriend who sent it. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I showed her the message and everything. And she was like, oh, he must be in my room on my computer or whatever. So I didn't even respond. I left it alone. Like me and her, we say, cool. We we just eventually like stopped talking. I know they eventually broke up. Like, it wasn't because of me. It wasn't because of Mr. L that they broke up. I'll just go ahead and be clear, clear with that. Um, for whatever their reasons, she's happily married with somebody. Me and him actually became cool. Like later on, it was just like, you know. Outside of that, we just became cool. Like, not saying that he was my boy, boy, but like, yo, we would go kick it sometimes, play basketball together, eat lunch, whatever, um, and had like some of the same friend group. So, to this day, like, I don't think he holds any hostility towards me. I definitely don't hold any towards him, but I was just thinking, like, yo, man, 
you don't got to message me from your girl's profile. Like, if you got something to say, you can come say it to me, man to man. It's cool. And I'm going to let you know, like, hey, well, if you're sure they don't want to hang out with me anymore, then, then sure. But, like, you know, like, I don't care about you. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, in my defense, I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy from Canada. Legit. So. I've been there my whole days. I'm not saying that they're over, but back in the prime of my whole days. Uh, you know, I, I've I smashed a chick and laid up and talked to her about her issues with her man, like trying to help them yeah. fix it. Like, yeah, it's, niggas was on some shit back in the day. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we ventured off for a second. Still, that was that was hilarious because Val, I was sitting here thinking of the best man. Like you over here, you know, with your homie's girl, and That's <laughs> he find so out like real. yo, oh like, what, man. What would you do in this? How would you approach a man? We're not even going to talk about how you approach a woman at this point. But if you found out one of your boys was smashing an ex yep. or had a thing going on with the ex, how would you? And you found out about it, not from him, but from something else or from somebody else. How would you do it? Because like, like y'all kind of said earlier, you usually want to have that talk with your man's beforehand. Definitely. I have maybe out of relationships, boo things, even just. I wouldn't even say friends with benefits because I, I even let my boys know like, oh, well, we did have a thing going on. If I see them pursuing somebody who I've slept with or, you yeah, know, okay. really talked to because I want I don't want it to be like a blind side. Um, and there's maybe about two or three, four women total where if my boys came up to me, it was just like, yo, what about this? Like, it's an absolute no. Like, nah, you can do it. If you feel that strong towards it, then you do it. I can't tell you what to do and what not to do. But you're getting a no from me. Just know that. I'm going to look at yeah, you I'm not giving some you type blessing. of way. Exactly. Now, there are some that I've been approached about, and I'm like, oh, yeah, bro, go do your thing. This yeah. has been years and years and years ago. Go do your thing. I haven't talked to this person in eight years. Go do your thing. I'm cool with that. How would you handle finding out that one of your boys was messing around with one of your exes that you just kind of held, although y'all are done, you still held dear to your heart or you feel some type of way about? So this is coming from the sense of me knowing my boys, because that's what matters at the end of the day, me knowing my boys and me still being close. So I have my best friend who is my ex, best friend who is my ex. And if one of my boys wanted to pursue her, I would have to ask them, what are your intentions? I feel like a father, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> no, I feel you because like, you know how your boys are like, yo, put me on to your friend. If I know yes. that you're not going to treat her well, and this is a different, no, I'm not about to put you on. Cause I know what you're about. Exactly. That's the thing. So it's like, it kind of depends on who the boy is too, you know, uh, who my man's is. So it's like, if I know that you're a legit straight up guy, when it comes to relationships and women treating her well and all that stuff, then I'm not going to have an issue with it at all. Um, if I know how you are, like I do have a friend who, who is that way, I'd be like, no, straight up. No, because that's, that's going to cause a rift between me and you, me and her, you know what I mean? So for example, like I have a recent ex, right? If any of them wanted to talk to my recent ex, I would tell them, yeah, go ahead. But you already knew what happened in our relationship. Cause I'm, I'm open. So I would say what happened. I'm like, you do your thing because your experience might be different than my experience. So you you are fine. Do do whatever you got to do, um, but normally, I just I try to have them be honest with me. Just tell me straight up you're interested in someone. Like they would they would probably know I talk to them or I mess with them, some of that nature or whatever. And just come to me and just talk to me. We we'll have a conversation. And let me know that you're interested. And how how do I feel about it? 
nine times out of ten, I am going to be like, no, do your thing, just do your due diligence. Except for my best friend. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, for me, I don't really care, honestly. That's to be God's on issue. It depends on the shorty. Like, I had a shorty I was uh, smashing out, you know, a couple months ago. Anybody from the team, while I was in the midst of smashing her, anybody from the team could have called me up and was like, yo, green light, red light. I'd have been like, dog, green light. You feel what I'm saying? But that's, she wasn't my girl or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like, now, if it comes to my exes, um, I probably would, I wouldn't ask you your attentions because I just, you know, you could lie to me, like, who the fuck cares and shit. And nine times out of ten, I'm going to know your attentions anyway. Um, mm. But I just need you to come and, like, if I found out my man was talking to my ex, I would go to him straight up and be like, yo, bro, like, I would I would step to him about it. Not on some fighting shit, just like, yo, you know, you, you know, you couldn't give me a courtesy call or nothing. No, I don't own the, the pussy and shit like that. But right. you can't give me no courtesy, just out of respect for me and you. You know what I mean? Because we got a relationship between us, like, Mm. I, to me, that's kind of slick and sly. It's, you know it's the principle saying? of it, you know. Principle, yep. Yeah, it's the principle because I don't know how long you've been scheming. Then my mind starts to run. You've been looking at it this whole time, scheming, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like right. now, man. You know, granted, you know, I ain't got no problem with my homie telling you now your girl look good. Blah blah blah. That's a that's a win for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the same time, we just I would expect you if you my right hand man, if you in my media circle, i.e., you've been in my house before we done broke bread, like. You should. I would expect you to to say something to me, just like you would expect me to say something to you. Okay. I feel it. I feel it. I respect it. Like, yeah. I like I said, those those four women, even if it's somebody who I've I was smashing or I've I've already, whether I have or we were, it wasn't like a relationship, mm-hmm. you know. Then I'm just like, all right. I still have respect for that person. Where I like, all right. There, there's some type of care for me to be sitting here if I'm smashing you. So I'm not just going to let any and everybody just have at it. You know? yeah. Now, in other situations, it could be differently. But I was just curious about that because, you know, that's a conversation that we don't really have too much. Like, yo, hey, you need to come holler at me if you're going to holler at one of my ex shorties. Just it's, I mean, I just feel it's like one it's because a lot known. of, so you a lot of, what's that? I, I'm sorry. I just feel like you it's good. something that should be known and already established like certain things don't got to be said you know what i'm saying like sure. and something like that like i feel like shouldn't have to shouldn't have to be said you know what i'm saying like you should especially if somebody who i was in an extended relationship with you know what i'm saying right. especially if it didn't end on good terms and things like that like yeah you know what i mean like you ain't supposed to i just thought like you should know to say something to me ahead of time dude. it's one of those unwritten rules like exactly. you know it's understood it shouldn't have to be explained exactly. but unfortunately exactly. sometimes that shit does got to be explained yeah because like you said men will scheme yeah exactly. you know men will scheme um dope that was a dope little intro uh so <laughs> thank you all for welcoming in my man val and my man slim uh this is going to be the first episode of a series men being in men's business staying out of the women's business we're going strictly from our side our perspective staying in our realm um and some of our discussions today are going to revolve around dating love life things of that nature you know val is the dating the dating uh what do we what, i want to say expert val but like <laughs> advisor um, yes yes 
And then my man Slim got some experience over here, and I love his thought process as well. So, fellas, we're going to jump into this thing. Um, on Reddit, a user had asked some men, like, hey, what are some things that you wish women knew about either you or just men in general? Mm. And so a bunch of random men implied. It was about 25 responses that I saw. We're not going to go through all 25 of them, but I do want to just touch base on a few of them. So I want to know you guys' thoughts when I read these. Uh, the first one, just because I'm talking doesn't mean I'm not enjoying my time with you. Does that like resonate with you all? Because I know for myself, I if if I'm with a person, I like to talk. I I'm a very outgoing personality. So I like to talk. I like to joke around, be funny. If we're sitting in silence for too long, then like I, I start to twitch a little bit because that's not me. I'm just like, eh, I need to talk. And this is one of the things I've had to learn. And it's taken some trial and error, not even going to lie, because all women are different. That's another thing we have to realize that all women are different. So with one woman, although she might like that and like to talk back, another one just might like to sit in your in, in silence, just be in your presence, just knowing that your day is good enough for them. They can enjoy that quiet time with you while you're watching something, reading something, you know, or working. So which which end of the spectrum do you guys feel that you fall on or that? I like a, I like a balance. To be honest, um, I'm good with the sitting in silence because if we're sitting in silence, usually we're, we're working or um, we're watching something that's legit um, interesting that got our attention, kind of thing. So, for example, um, for those that don't know, I am married. I have a wife. So what we do, she might be watching something interesting on TV, but we're in the same room. I could be working. She's watching something, and she would be like, "Oh crap! Did you see what just happened?" And I would most likely be like, no, tell me about it. <laughs> and we just talk about it real quick, you know, and then we go back to doing exactly what we was doing. So I'm I'm good with the, the silence being in her presence. I'm good with the, you know, interacting while we're just doing our own separate thing. I, I like the balance there. What about you, Slim? Um, for me, I'm like Mr. L. I'm a talker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I got I got the gift of gas. Sometimes I talk too much. You know what I'm saying? I felt that. And I felt that. That's something like Mr. Elsa that I had to learn, you know, because not everybody is uh likes to be stimulated in that sense, you know what I mean, with conversation. Yeah. For me, you know, I need to talk, but I also need uh, a conversation back, you know. I my when, And I'm new to this dating thing now, I'm back in it, and what I've been finding is it makes my blood fucking boil. When I have to, when I'm in a room uh, or I'm serenading somebody or I'm, uh, I'm taking a woman out and I'm doing all the talking, I don't like to do all the talking because then I feel like I'm talking too much. Or if I do go to ask a question, because we all know we like to uh, to uh, stimulate minds and have our minds stimulated. I don't like that when I go to ask a question, if a woman is giving me like a one word answer. Yo, the short answers kill me. Short answer. She's not elaborating. She's not going like. Deep. I think I like to think that we're all deep individuals when we come to our thought process, and you know we're not shallow. We get we peel back onion layers and things like that. Cause that's the expression I got onion layers. But we be pull back layers and things like that. My man pulled the Shrek. I like <laughs> that. Though. I like. I that. love it. Like, yeah, to get to the root. To get to the root. You know what right. I'm saying? So, and what I'm learning is that um, a lot of people in the world is not always that they can't pick up what you're putting down in a sense you know what that's i'm saying right. for them you know i've been with women and i've you know try to have you know serious kind not serious but you know a real legitimate conversation 
and you know, oh, you going too deep? Like, nah, this is just how I think. You know what I'm saying? It's not right. too deep. This shit saves my life. Me thinking like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, that, I, but I can sit in silence too. You know what I mean? My ex shorty, because I do spend a lot of time up here in my head, and uh, my ex shorty, she used to always be like, you know, you just sitting in silence, but yo, I'm processing the day. You know, give me a minute. You know what I'm saying? When I start, uh, you know, when I it don't don't take it as you know me being a turn off or uninterested. I'm just, you know, collecting my thoughts, especially when we, um, if we having like a, a real conversation or a conversation that may tend to escalate because it's a difference in opinion. Yes. I like to uh, choose my words very carefully, very carefully. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to repeat myself. And usually when I do say something, I don't have many other ways to say it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I eat, if you don't understand it, you know, I don't, there's no other way for me to say it. You know, these are, these are the words, this is the definition of these words put together in a sentence. There's my thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not many ways to flip it, you know? So, you know, I, I could, I could do a little bit of both, you know what I'm saying? But I do tend to talk too much. Agreed. And something that, um, <laughs> that you just brought up is just like, if you are thinking about like whatever happened that day or whatever, and it's something that Val, I believe it was you and AJ talked about on, on the episode is just like, oh no, it was the live that you were all were talking uh, on this past Friday. And we're just like, you know, sometimes, man, like that's our way of decompressing, just sitting yes. in silence with our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and we need that, you know, sometimes that's just something that I think should be understood amongst family, friends, and a partner is just, and that's why I felt this part of that. Now, I'm not going to sit there and be quiet, you know, all day. If that's mm-hmm. the case, and there's an issue there somewhere, probably, and I should vocalize it. Yes, but it's more of the. I'm just sitting here decompressing. I had a lot going on today, uh, or you could not even have a lot going on, but you just came in contact, just life in general, and you mm-hmm. just need to sit. Like, let me get all that off my mind real quick, baby. Mm-hmm. Then, I'm, then I'm all yours. You know, mm-hmm. then we can talk. But yeah, the sitting down, I can do the silence, but only but for so long. If yeah. she's if she's quiet, I'm a very detailed person. I like description. I like imagination. I don't care if we're sitting down just watching a random ass TV show. If something makes me laugh and I bring it to like your light and then I look at you and turn to you and you don't say nothing back, I'm like, damn, just give me a little something, you know. (laughs) Same thing in conversation, like whether it's text or on the phone. I'm not a big talk on the phone person because I'm usually always on the go and I'm doing something. But like if if you're quiet on the phone or you're quiet with these short answers and stuff through text, I'm just like, turn off. I'm good. Um, so I, and one thing that I think y'all were talking, I don't know if y'all were talking about kissing or, or talking about, um, something else in, in your episode, Slim, but she was like, yo, I'm, I'm willing to go, you know, I'm going at least 50, 50. I'm willing to, I might be my, personally, I can give a nice little 75. You give me 25, not every single time, but I understand that sometimes I might have to carry a little bit more and I'm perfectly fine with that. And that also goes in the conversation. Like I'm cool with carrying a little bit more. But I still need just I need that twenty five percent from you. Yeah, because I feel like a part of communication is the response. You know what I'm saying? That that you got to get the to know that your uh, message is being conveyed effectively. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You need a, you need some type of whether it's uh, eye contact. You need some type of response. But one thing I will say is if we are sitting in silence, and I glanced over at Shorty and she on her social media twenty four seven, and that's what that's what her interest is. That's gonna start to get underneath my skin as well i'm not gonna, oh yeah I'm not, definitely. I'm not gonna lie like that that will drive and you can even be my girl like if we in the house together 
and you know, you know, we just kicking it and I'm trying to have a conversation and I'm talking to you, but you study, you know, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling and right. you know, looking at memes. Nah, y'all like, shorty, put that down. You can do that later on. Or, you know what I mean? Like, that's just me. I'm not saying like, don't during, do it. During our quality time, it's our quality time. Yeah. Yes. Understood. And fellas, that is also something to take into effect as well. Don't be sitting there scrolling through. If you're if you're already set and you're spending some quality time with your shorty, give her that time. Give her that attention. You can handle everything else. Yo, know, the score of the game will be there later mm-hmm. or something, yeah. you know. And if it's something that you really want to do to communicate that. Uh, but let's keep going, though. This next one, we actually want to be complimented to. A 60-year-old woman complimented me five years ago, and it still makes me feel good, which just shows how little we get compliments. Mm. Do you agree? But at the same time, do you think that it is that we're not getting complimented enough or we're not being open enough to receive compliments? Oh, good question. Wow. I got to gather my thoughts on that one. So it's cool. I'll go. I'll take, <laughs> take this one. Go ahead, I mean, son. me personally, I don't know who... What, I don't know any human being who's not open to compliments. I don't really understand <laughs> that. Like, in what sense? You know what I mean? Because for me, yeah, I think he's absolutely right. I don't believe men are complimented enough. I think it's um, a society thing, personally. Maybe Very a culture true. thing, even, perhaps. Uh, because I do see other cultures, you know, praise they man and do things like that. Maybe a generation thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um because I feel like these women today feel like they need to be on a pedestal just because they got a fucking pussy. And that shit is crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying praise for the material things. You know what I mean? I don't want praise for the material things. Some shit's coming up. Praise right. me for my character. You know what I mean? Praise me for, for what I do for you or how I make you feel. You know what I mean? You could praise me for that. Yeah, definitely. I don't think men get praised enough at all. <laughs> Especially for the uh, expectation that's put on us. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Nah, I'd I'd agree with that absolutely. Um, I I'd have to say I think it's it's a mixture. I think there's some men, and I mean, let's just be honest, gentlemen. Like I know there's some men out there that look better than other men. Like you know, that's just we know that. Right. Um, but so I feel like those men would probably get more compliments, and they can take it for whatever they want to take it as. They might take it as a compliment. Um, they might take it as some, somebody's just trying to get at them, you know, whatever it is. I think some men struggle with understanding what might actually be a compliment versus what is the intention of what this person is saying to me right now. So um, I think that's why I said I think it's a balance. Um, for me personally, I love compliments, like especially after I just did something that I, was hard for me to do, you know, um, like. Val, you did a good job at that. Da, da, da. Like, I love that. You know, men, men don't admit this often, but it's a confidence booster. We love stuff like that. You know, I got dressed up. I hate wearing suits. Um, tangent. Hate wearing suits. I really do. I don't know. I'd rather just wear sweats. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no me in a suit any day. I'm <laughs> y'all lucky I'm not in the suit right now. You know, I, I, I love a good suit. I know I look good as hell in the suit. Crazy as hell. I, I gotta get used to it. I gotta take after you guys. But when when I do pop out in a suit, like, for example, a couple of weeks ago, I went to a wedding, so I wore a suit. You know, my lady's like, oh, you look really great. You know, that shit makes me feel good. You know, like people out there, oh, you look really nice. I like that stuff. So I know there's men that really, really like that stuff. They might not admit it, but I know they like it. So like for myself, um, I was one of those 
still am to a little bit where like I'll get a compliment and we'll get into like the gift giving as well. But like I'm normally the person doing it. So mm. it's like when I receive it, I'm sometimes I just don't know like, oh, well, thank you. You know, it's like I, I love receiving compliments, especially if I do something for you particularly. I'm not just talking about looks, but if I do something because I tend to try and do things that. I hear you talking about this in conversation and you don't expect it. Or I try and make you feel good, make you happy. I want to know that. That is a compliment to me that I made yes. you happy, that you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> but even in that, I I want to know the details. Like when, what, not necessarily when was it, but like what was it that, you know, made you feel this way? What exactly was it? This, that, or the other. In that sense, I like compliments like that. Somebody calls me like handsome or something. I'm just like, oh, shit. you know, older women. Oh, I love when older women do it. The, the, <laughs> the cougars have a special place in my heart. Back when I was like in high school and stuff and working in grocery stores, like, you know, 17, 18, the cougars love me. Um, and I got more compliments from them than I did from women who, you know, were my age. So that's why cougars always have a special place in my heart. Um, but I do agree. I think that, you know, Men do love getting compliments, even if they don't. It's not not all the time, is it? Because they don't like it. They just might not know how to receive it. Yeah. And like I said, I think that was mainly my thing is just like, all right, I've been working at it, but I just didn't really know how to receive it. Um, And I didn't want to get big headed, you know, try and stay humble, all that good stuff. But, you know, compliment it, especially if it's some other, you know, niggas around or something like that. And you compliment me out of all of, I had one chick one time give me a chicken wing during like this little party. And I was like, oh, let me eat it over here because, you know, I don't want anybody else to know that, you know, I got a chicken wing from you. And she's like, nah, you know, I want them to know that you got a chicken wing from me. And I was like, oh, like that was a little compliment in its own. Like it was a little shot getting shot too, but it was a compliment in its own. And I was like, okay, I can appreciate that. Like, I like that. So Felt like it felt a little giddy a little bit. I was like, oh yeah. shit, you know. You know why? Because it don't happen. That's why they get you that rush a little Legit. bit. Like, you know what exactly. exactly. Like, it, it don't it don't happen. That's so far. I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, if a woman shoots her shot, not saying that every compliment is a shot, but if she shoots her shot, I we're just gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. We're gonna get in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Um so fellas, if you're listening, be more receptive if someone compliments you. It's cool to accept it to bask in it for a minute, you know, don't get too big headed, but like, yo, be open to it. So that way we can continue to get complimented. Yes. Um, we aren't great with hints. Communication is keen. Yes. Yes. And no for me. Yes. Because we aren't great with hits. Like tell me, you know, be as direct as you can tell me, you know, is there something you want, something you need? Don't, don't have me out here assuming. My second yes was yes, communication is king. My third thing, which we will get into for a little bit, not all men are great at communicating. So therefore, that receiving part of the communication, it's not just on the ladies, fellas. It is on us to receive what it is that they're communicating to us. That's fair. I'd, I'd agree with that. And I would agree with your your yes, yes, and no. I believe that's how your order was. Yes, sir. Um, Communication definitely is king. Absolutely. And just real quick about communication. We hear it all the time. Like communication, communication, communication. Like legit, we're hit over the head with it. And the thing is, instead of individuals, because I ran into a couple, especially like in my sessions, like, oh my God, we're always hearing about communication. Well, you're always hearing about it because it's real. You know, like it's hit over your head because it's real. Like that's how we solve 
arguments. That's why that's how we can stop potential arguments from happening. So yes, communication is king. Absolutely. Um, men in general can, can be oblivious and it's not our fault. It's not our fault at all because everybody has their own communication style. Everybody has their own way of receiving things. And I don't necessarily think that there's a right way or a wrong way. It's just kind of sort of how we're brought up and what we're around, what we've been exposed to, you know? So like I can consider myself very um, perceptive, you know, but there's going to be things that's being communicated to me that I'm not going to understand. So I'm going to ask for clarification because I don't want to put my assumption on something that you're telling me because you're the one delivering it. I don't know what you're delivering to me. That's why I'm asking for your, um, you know, give me some more, say it in a different way to me so I can understand you a little bit better. I could give us a sentence right now, just a random ass sentence and all three of us will perceive it a different way. Hit us. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying in general. No, no, oh, okay. I don't have to. I'm, I'm just showing how we're different, how everybody's mind is different. So when that communication is like be direct, because one thing to you might be another thing to me. Yes, definitely. 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 Val, I'm going to touch on two things. Mr. Uh, Val, you just said it. You just said it. You just said it. <laughs> when I tell you, you just said it, you just said it. So I, I was I used to deal with this one female and shit. And, you know. I'm a communicator, and I'm like you, Mr. L, in the sense that I want to. I'm perceptive. I want to know what's going to make you happy. I want to know exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you tell me something and I don't understand it, I'm going to ask clarification questions. I'm going to ask a lot of clarification questions to make sure I understand. But some women, some women, at least not some. This one in particular, I'm going to say that. Fair. She. For some reason, that would like drive her insane. Like, oh, you're thinking too much about it. You're going too deep. You know, you think, no, I'm baby. I'm not thinking too much. I'm trying to appease you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure I fully understand what you're telling me. So, mm-hmm. number one, so you ain't got to say it again. And number two is so that I could, you know, meet you where you at. So we could, you know, do whatever you know needs to do to 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 achieve whatever you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I do ask a lot of clarifying questions because, like you just said, I'm. Uh, men, we could be sometimes one-track-minded. Sometimes we could be oblivious to shit. You know what I'm saying? Things go right over our head a lot of times. <laughs> so I do ask for clarifying questions. Mr. L, to your point, I never forget I was taking a human sexuality class in college, and um, the professor was talking about how a woman can say something, and it can be perceived completely different. And the example he gave us was that it was a woman's birthday, and the husband goes to the woman, and she goes, and he goes, um, it was a 50th birthday, I believe. And he goes, what do you want for your birthday, sweetheart? The woman goes, I want to be seven again. I want to be seven again. Okay, cool. Hmm. Husband takes her out to the fair. They go get kind of candy, you know, put on a Ferris wheel, do all this, you know, things that a seven-year-old may like. Cause right. She said she wanted to be seven again. Yeah. At the end of the night, he goes, oh, I hope you enjoyed your birthday. Did you like it? No, no, no. I didn't like it. Well, it's wrong. I thought you wanted wow. to be seven. I meant size seven. Bro, uh. so that was a perfect example in my mind. Great example <laughs> in my mind. Damn, that shit, can get, that shit can get all convoluted and confused with our dumbasses. You know, what I'm, I'm remembering that example. That was so good. Oh man, <laughs> I never forgot that example. I never. If that was years ago, I never forgot that example because it hit home, and I think it made perfect sense. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, communication is key, and 
I do ask clarifying questions. Ladies, when we ask clarifying questions, don't get mad. You're just trying to get a full understanding because we're not in your psyche. So I commend you for that, Slim. And I'm pretty sure Val, you do the same thing if you, you're not quite understanding what you know your wife is, is saying or asking you to do or telling you. Fellas, so ask questions. Don't just be like, okay, all right, and then keep it moving. But it's just not okay and all right. You don't know what, you know, she's fully communicating to you. Um, so I commend you for that. That's a great way to to take care of that. That's one thing that we can do as men is to all right, continue to ask questions when she is communicating. Not this, not the constantly, well, what do you mean type thing? Because like if she's trying to give you the best that she can, what she means, you're going to have to meet her halfway at some point. Yeah, definitely. Secondly... <laughs> That story. <laughs> so there was there was another podcast who had a live, and I was watching them on Instagram um, last week, and they were going through some of these as well. And it brought up the question because it was two guys and a woman who ran the podcast, the good, the bad, and the ugly of podcasts, I think. But they got to the point where it's just like when a when a woman asks, you know, especially your woman, like, "Oh, babe, does this make me look fat, or does this make my butt mm. look big?" Or how do you respond to that? Like, let's help the brothers out with it. Like, how do you respond to that? And when I go back and do this with the ladies, I'll, I'm going to get the <laughs> answers from them because I want the correct answer as well. But how do you respond to that? All right. So damn. All right. So my thing. I try not to go by um, how I believe I should answer it because my the way that I go about it might not be the way you want to receive it. That's not what you want to hear, okay? But I want to be honest at the same time. So right. what I started doing was I would ask them, okay, do you want my legit honest opinion or do you just want me to support what you're trying to do? Right. You know, and... Nine times out of ten, they're gonna say, "Yeah, I want, I want your honest opinion, of course." So I would tell them exactly how I feel. Like, yeah, that makes your butt look big. Mm, that doesn't really, you know, that doesn't look right on you. You know, I, I try to keep it real. I try not to be disrespectful. But even though you're keeping it real, sometimes it could come off as disrespectful. You know, um, plus it's all about delivery as well, too. Like yes. I try to watch my delivery. Um. Yeah, that's that's how I go about it. I don't know. <laughs> so for myself, the same thing is like it's it's the delivery. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, yeah, babe, that makes you look fat. No. Yeah. I, I might can be like, you know, babe, you look good in it no matter what. Or you don't have to it's not telling a lie, but you don't have to tell the whole truth. Yes. So if you're not telling the whole truth, then are you telling a lie? Because like technically she does look good in it. It might not be the answer she was looking for. I'm not gonna give you a yes or no answer. Because if I give you a no, but it, you know you can clearly see that that's that last button ain't buttoning then i don't have to reassure you because you already know like if it does or if it doesn't True. i'm not going to tear you down because you're already to me you're already feeling a little self-conscious or self-confident about it mm-hmm. and so i'm just like nah baby you know you look good and you know if you decide to change into something that's fine or just something that is not going to tear her down is yeah. what i would usually come off with I'm not going to be like, well, shit, babe, you know, we could lay off some donuts for a week, you know, you'd be all right, you know, go to the gym with me a couple more times a week. I'm not going, I'm not going to say that. Um, I like to think for myself, which Slim kind of puts me in the mind of this guy, but like, Slim, do you get like, does anybody tell you like, yo, you look like this celebrity just a little bit? Is there anybody in particular? Which celebrity? I get a bunch of celebrities. 
Yeah, I get uh, <laughs> so Damon Wayans, but I get R. Kelly. Oh, no, no, so, Damon Wayans. I never got Damon Wayans. Wow. I just see him the other day too in the comedy. You remind me of Damon Wayans, but like when I put in 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 my mind what type of husband I would be, like the goofy side of me with the serious side that I can still do all that with my wife. Just like imagining his role and Tisha Campbell's role whenever it's just like them two and she's always bringing up oh babe do I look like this like I would throw something joking yeah. in there well my woman knows me and knows that I'm gonna joke but also I know yeah. my woman to the point where if I know it's something serious I'm not about to joke with it yes yeah. Slim how would you approach that like if your woman is just like babe does this make me look fat or make my butt look big which is nothing wrong you know with either one you know, a little thickness you know softness Whatever your preference is, but how would you attack um, that? For me, or if they was like, "Yo, do I look too I mean, skinny?" I'm a... Vice versa. No, I mean, for me, I'm a listen. If I'm with you, I'm with you, so <laughs> it don't make a difference. You know what I mean? Like when I'm with you, it don't. Yeah. Once we at that point, looks kind of start to fade to me. Not to say I don't want you to keep up with yourself, but at the same time, like I'm not gonna be so hell-bent on your list because people change you know what i'm saying like people gonna gain weight they're gonna lose weight you know what i mean somebody could you get an accident and your face could get scratched or mangled or whatever i'm still gonna be with you you know what i'm saying so i don't really if shorty came up to me oh this made me look fat nah babe you good or you know i love you anyway you know what i mean but like you said if you know you're asking me then you must already have it in your mind what's happening you know what i'm saying so I'm never going to try to hurt your feelings or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just can't. Ever. That's never my goal. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to pile that on top after like your thoughts. Yeah, like, yeah, no. yeah I'm not going to. Because you're already yeah. assuming yourself. I'm just going to let you know gonna that I'm here there. with you. Okay. I don't know if you froze or not. All I hear was, uh, I'm, I'm here with you. Was that the end of it? Oh yeah, my phone. Nah, I ain't, I ain't want to talk over you. I was just gonna say that I didn't want to. Um, oh no, you know, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna. My fault. Now nah, I'm not gonna double down on it. You know what I mean? I'm my biggest thing. To let you know that I'm here regardless. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So. True. All right, cool. That's good to know. Let's move on to this next one. Um, this one we can only we can touch on for like two two minutes. I really like to hang out with my friends because I love them, not because I don't want to spend time with you. Mm. Like to me, that that's very true. I I enjoy my friends, my homeboys, my homegirls, my family, whatever. Everybody has a special place in my heart, a special time where I like to do things with them. And I think it's very healthy to still have friendships when you're dating someone or in a relationship with them because like, yo, those are my boys. You know, they are a part of who I am. Yep. And it's not like, now if me and you have something planned, I'm not going to cancel whatever we got planned to go kick it with them or something like that. No, but there are times where I, I still want to kick it with my boys. And I'm just like, yo, you go do your thing with your girls, whether that's girls trips, guys trips, just going to hang out, grab something to eat, going to shoot some hoops, whatever it is, just going to kick it. I think it's healthy for relationships for it to be that way. Like, yo, you go spend some time with your girls. I'll spend some time with my boys. We come together at the end of the day. Tell me about your day. How was it hanging out with, you know, Tiffany and Sarah and whoever else? No, I'm with you on that 100%. I, being like, in, when you're dating in a relationship, 
like just all right first i'm gonna preface with this by saying everybody has their own way of handling their relationships okay right. fair to say so i'm not trying to tear down nothing i'm going to suggest that i don't think that individuals should always be up under each other because y'all need time to miss each other you know like before y'all got together, before y'all decided to be dating or be in a relationship, you guys had your own separate lives, you know? So just because y'all are now dating, spending more time together, that doesn't mean that your old life is gone now. You know what I mean? Like you got your friends, you got your family, you know? Um, all of that does not have to change because again, especially for us men, sometimes it's a stress reliever to be around our boys, to be around our friends, you know, to catch up with what they've been up to and all that stuff, you know? We don't want to completely disappear from their lives. Granted, yes, you are a part of my life now, but you got to give me that time, just like how I'm going to give you that time to be with your girls, go get your nails done, go get your hair done, you know, go watch whatever y'all shows together, you know, y'all can have that time. I'm going to respect that. But in return, you know, respect our time as well. I want to go out, go bowling, go to the arcade, you know, whatever it is. We got to have our, our alone time. So then when we get back together, that spark, you know, y'all y'all do whatever y'all got to do after that, you know. That's what I think. True. Yeah, I said, I, I mean, I would definitely agree. I'm not going to lie, though. Like, that was a new thing I had to learn and, and, and um, learn to appreciate only because my first relationship with my child's mother, you know, she was attached to my hip. And it was cool in the beginning to the point but then it got to the point where like i couldn't even go play basketball you know what i'm saying without like her having an attitude and shit like that and that's because i realized she didn't have any friends you know what i mean i was her only friend and you know my mom used to tell me and some of my family used to tell me like yo you know she shouldn't go everywhere with you and things like that that became a problem and it became um exhausting almost and like aggravating as our relationship progressed you know what i'm saying granted that was done I switched over to my next relationship and she was com complete polar opposite. So I found myself actually being like more of the clinging one in that relationship because she was always out doing her thing. And it wasn't towards like the middle towards the end of the relationship where I started realizing like, all right, well, she good. I'm gonna let her do her thing and I'm just going to do my thing. And now I'm at that point where like, I know the importance of each person have their own individual time and, um, you know, coming back, later on so you know because i like i always should tell my first baby mom my friend my only baby mom let me say that let me be clear um you know you got to give me a chance yeah. to miss you you know what i'm saying you can't go and then be texting me oh i miss you like no nah, i don't even miss you yet so don't don't text me for, for another six hours you know what i'm saying but you know it is what it is i think it's very important to have uh so i, I feel time, you i feel you, you know? in that sense yeah. So in talking about space from your partner, um, and this is one of the reasons why I call myself the compassionate dom, because a lot of doms have to tell their submissives every single thing they want them to do throughout the day. <clears throat> but even in a dom sub relationship or a relationship in general, like, yeah, I would love to hear from you throughout the day, you know, especially if there's something exciting going on right then. Cool. You can tell me about it then. But like, Give it a, a few a few hours, you know, in between or a couple hours in between. We don't have to constantly have a whole conversation throughout the whole day. If we're going to come back together at the end of the day, that's when I want to know, yo, baby, tell me about your day. Go into details. All of this. It's okay if we spend like a little time apart throughout the day where like, all right, it might be 10 o'clock right now, but you know I'm at work. So one, you can't expect me to respond 
you know, if it's an emergency and I can get, to, I'm going to get to it, I'm going to get to you. But you don't have to double text me again at like 10, 15, you know, give me some time, you know, let me do my thing. I can't go out here and experience life. I'm not saying I'm trying to experience it without her, but I can yeah. experience the moments that I'm in. So that way I can come back and tell you about those moments. You know, like I said, there are some things where might be happening right then. I'm just that excited where, yo, babe, guess what just happened? This, this, or this. Things like that, cool. But like, if you you give me a a, a walk through, a play by play of your day, then like, what? It's not giving me much at the end of the day. The, the talk about for you to just exactly. like drop some stuff on me, tell me about the experiences that you've been through today, or what you learned, something like that. Mm. I don't know, Val. You kind of got the mm, shake your head, like I agree with you, but I kind of don't agree with you. No, I'm I'm sitting here like I'm thinking about what I've what I've been through, and I'm just like, no, you're you're right. Like I I really do agree with you, absolutely. And Slim said it too. And you know what, Slim, I want to commend you as well because not a lot of men will be able to admit that they had to work through something like that. You legit had both ends of the spectrum, and you was kind of caught in the middle. You know what I mean with how you oh, felt yeah, about yeah. it because you said you know yeah. at first um your your first was you know clingy and all that stuff. Then you became the clingy one in a sense. You know. So I commend you for that. Yeah. Um, and you're learning through it. You know what I mean? Like I definitely learned through it too, because I definitely, I definitely yeah. was in a relationship where I was, you know, clingy, but then next relationship, I was just like more stand back. It's like, we need time to miss each other, stuff like that. So no, Mr. L Slim, I definitely agree with both of y'all viewpoints. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Cool. All right. Let's keep it moving. Let's go to the next one. Um, this one I've definitely had happened to me before. I'm not even going to lie. And, um, Ladies, if you're listening, I want you to know that it's not in these situations. It's not you. Uh, it's Ooh. definitely us and everything that we that we got going on. Uh, but this one says sometimes men just don't get hard. It's not you. It's many things from lifestyle to diet to stress and anxiety. Please try not to take it as a sign of a lack of attraction or affection. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. I've had, I'm guilty. I've had that happen before. Usually if I have a lot of stuff going on, like I'm not saying everything has to be perfect, but if I'm not feeling right or just there's something consuming my mind, the old boy doesn't go either. Like it's, <laughs> it, He just doesn't. Like it's a mental thing for me where I wish I could separate the two where I could be like, yo, I got a bunch of shit going on, but my dick ready. He's ready to go. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I've had those instances before. And we're like, I'm ready to go with Shorty. She's fine. She got everything. Either we we've done it before, and I'm looking forward to it. Like I'm excited. I'm seeing her naked. We kissing this out of other. But then at some point, like my mind just gets consumed with that stress, that anxiety, or whatever it is that I'm dealing with outside of her, and I'm trying my best to block it out. But it just finds a way to creep back in, and like I said, Junior just doesn't want to go. And I've done everything I can. Like, hey, come on, we got to get go in the bathroom, get the pep talk in, everything, (laughs) and just nothing works. And I've had that happen when, and she would just like look at her like she felt bad because she thought it was her. And I'm like, no, it is not. I'm I'm sitting here pleading with you, like, please do not think that it's you. I trust me, I wanted this just as bad as you did, but because of everything else that's been going on, it's weighed on my mind either that much up leading up to this point where I can't get rid of it in order to get hard and just go at it with you. I'm sorry, but it's not you. It is definitely not. And I'll like, you know, I 
I've sat there and I'm like, yo, let me eat your pussy or something. Show you that. Yo, it's not like I still want to please you. It's just he's not ready to go because of everything going on in this head up top. I think that's fair. And I, you know, I absolutely agree with you too, Mr. L. Like it's it's not the women, you know. Um, I, I'll tell a quick personal story too. Like I went to therapy because I was dealing with a lot of stress when it came to like family um, relationships, like friends, um, high school, things of that nature. So that I needed um, to work through things of that nature. So while I was in the midst of going through all of that, so I'm very honest, especially when people that I, I meet. So this is before I got married and everything. So I would let them know what's going on and all that stuff. So I did go and I was, we was ready to do the do, but he was just was not ready. He was not ready at all. It was not happening. And she legit thought that it was her. She started crying. And I was just like, it's, it's legit. It's not you. And she goes, well, like all guys say that, like we hear that all the time. It's not you. It's not you. And I'm just like, yeah, but not every single guy, when they say it, sometimes it's legit true. Like you have to like take that into consideration that we have shit that we go through too. So, you know, our minds are different. Like our mind up here, mind down there, two different things most of the time, you know, and it's not our fault. When we are stressed, it is harder for us to get hard people. Like legit, this is stuff that you can go on Google and read. So women, I, I truly hope that um, you understand that and not even just understand it, but like you really take the time and consideration to do your research as well. Just like how you tell us men to do research on you guys as well. Do research on that because not all the time when we say, you know, it's not you, it's us. It's not all the time is it false because sometimes it's legit true. That's, that's what I got on that one. Um, for me, so I'm like, like I ain't got I've that problem. Never, <laughs> you know, <laughs> never. I'm, I'm dead ass serious. I'm dead ass. I'll be 33 in December. I've never experienced that problem. Um, for me, stress don't doesn't inactivate my erection at all. If anything, uh, from when I'm stressed out, sex is a stress reliever for me. And um, however, uh... when I am stressed out. And I'm in the middle of sex. I have a hard time finishing. Like, and that makes me feel bad. And sometimes, you know, a lot of mm. the time, the girls will look at be and be like, "Oh, you know, is it me?" Or blah blah blah. It's not good. Nah, it's great. It's just it's me. It's a me thing. Either I'm in my head, I'm thinking about something else, or whatever. My problem is that I can't finish. And a lot of the homies be like, "Yo, that's a good thing." But nah, man, it's a gift and a curse, man. It's a gift and a curse, yo. You know what I mean? It's like it's like uh like ultimately, just you know, talking fella to fellas, like <laughs> ladies, ladies love for you to finish. It's a compliment to them. Like that finishing. Yeah, is that's just my like, point. Oh, a I did a good time. job. Boom, got it to Yeah. 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 So like a lot of times when I don't, some ladies be like, Oh, is it me? And I'd be like, It ain't you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to catch me in the morning or some shit like that. Like, I'm not better in the morning. I do. I swear to God, I do. I don't know why. Like, but that's my issue. <laughs> not really getting there. It's pussy once I'm there. Pussy hits right. different in the morning, too. It sure do. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't you know. You're lucky. You're lucky. Yeah, man. <laughs> See, it's a gift and a curse. Imagine imagine being super duper thirsty and you got a gallon of water. You just, it's just out of your reach. You know what I mean? You can feel the condensation on your fingertips. But you can't get it in drink. The hot drink. That's what it's like. Yep. Very annoying. Sometimes I get frustrated. A lot of times I get frustrated. So I don't know, man. 
I don't know if I'm desensitized myself. I wish I had, too I, much I, I'm not going to say I wish I had that issue. <laughs> Fellas, that is also a thing as well. Hey, you could desensitize yourself by doing that. It That's happens. True. It happens. Yeah. I don't uh, know, man. So once again, ladies, it's been like this for a minute. If you're listening, bro. it's it's not you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh let's go to this. This is gonna be the last one that we covered because we just got a few more things to get to. Uh, but this is actually a topic that we have. So this user says it's okay to make the first move. Guys can be shy too. Come talk to me instead of staring at me. Woo. Anybody want to go? Yeah. Val, you hit the Ric Flair woo in there. So, you woo. know, you... yes, I, man, listen, I have no issue. Um, before I got married, of course, I had no issue with pursuing, you know, but there's times where it's just like, I might not, okay. We're, we're at a club, okay? Let's just say it's a club, for example. I'm chilling. I'm with the guys. I have My mind is set on just chilling with the guys, having fun, okay? If you're looking at me, you know, and you're interested kind of thing, come over and talk. Let's have a conversation and all that stuff, you know? Like, most men, like, especially the men that I have in my sessions as well, they're just like, we. they wish that more women would come up to them, you know? And it's not even, we're not saying come court us that like that's not what we're saying you know it's just come facilitate that conversation facilitate that open conversation because legit you could be looking at me and i'm busy doing something else come start that conversation man what, what about you slim how, how do you feel about that you know me i'm i'm with it 110 percent. i just told aj the other night like um you know i i I look for, I like when a woman approaches me and shoots a shot at me. For me, number one, it makes my job that much easier. I mean, my next move at least that much easier because I don't have to guess whether you feel me or not. You've made it abundantly clear and your actions speak louder than words. You know what I'm saying? So for me, yes. if a woman shoots a shot at me, it's, 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 I, I look for that. I look for that. I'm going to hone in on you. If, if I walk into a club and a woman shoots a shot at me off the rip, and she look, and I find her attractive and everything. You got a good chance that I won't even look at anybody else the rest of the night, honestly, honestly, unless they another woman shoots their shot. Oh. But it's rare you can find two and three in a row, honestly, because for me that that takes initiative, <laughs> and um, it's kind of I don't want to say it's unheard of, but it's you know it's rare that a woman will will walk up rare. to you and yeah you know and give and, and, and give you the time of day. You know what I'm saying? And um, like I said, yeah, I, I eat that up. I'll eat that up in a heartbeat. You know what I mean, for me, that's my type of girl, honestly, because you're a go getter. You feel me? Like you're not that mean. You don't sit on a pedestal and wait. You know what I'm saying? Like that show to me. That's a that speaks to your character, your mindset, your thinking. I'm all for that. Come, 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 shoot your shot. You know what I mean? So we are very similar in the aspect of if I'm out and. Let's say like a club or a bar. And I won't even if you shoot your shot and I'm feeling you, you feeling me, yo, you got that's it, right? Like for the rest of the night, I'm right here. Cause I'm I'm guaranteed not necessarily yeah. guaranteed, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be some good conversation had. It's gonna be some yes. and this, that, or other. Like, I'm good. Now I don't have to walk yeah. around the club trying to get dance from anybody else, this, that, or other. Like, yo, I'm good right here. I am I'm a hunter. 100%. I'm a hunter. I like to go after that. I'm, 
I don't want to say like the chase as far as like, yo, you run and I have to chase you type deal. You're making it hard to get. But I do like to pursue the woman. However, yeah. I love it when a woman does shoot her shot or makes it known that she wants me to come and get her. Yes. I love that. A um, mm-hmm. couple examples. Mm-hmm. One, just recently, Val, I was telling you about the brunch that we had the other day. Oh, my God. There yes. was... um. I was working it, but I was I was participating a little bit, you know, cooking some food, serving, making sure everybody was having fun, enjoying themselves. And um, there was this one shorty, you know, cute little thing. And she, I forgot what she said or what she did, but I know she walked by or something, having a conversation while me and the owner of the, of the brunch were talking or whatever. And so, like, you know, a few minutes go by. And, I, and so I'm like, okay, you know, we locked eyes. We've talked before. It's me to eyes. We lock eyes. It's a wrap. I already know what's up. And so, I, t- you know, I'm joking with her. I'm just like, hey, uh, I'm sorry. What was that? You said something about you want to go get me a mimosa since I'm working so hard. You know, out the blue, that's just what I say. And then she was like, ha, you know, had something to say back to it. I still stuck with that. You know, okay, cool. Thank you for going to get my mimosa. Eventually, she came back with a mimosa. And we cool. So, you know, nice. time goes by doing our own things. And she's standing at a table by herself. I walk over to the table and I just start conversing with her, this, that, or other. Hit it off, have a good time. And by the end of the night, she was just like, well, my, you know, my mission is complete or my goal, you know, is achieved. And I was like, oh, what was that? She was like, for you to come and talk to me. And I was like, hey. I was like, what? I was like, oh, so you've been plotting. She was like, yeah, low key, if you want to call it that. But um, I definitely was sitting at, standing at the table and like, you know, I hope he comes over here and talks to me type deal. Didn't have to read her mind, but I could read her body expressions. I could read her facial expressions and the words that she was saying. She didn't physically come out and be like, yo, come talk to me. Because you don't, you know, if you're like, hey, come talk to me. I'd rather for you to just come up with something else because I want to be the person to be like, hey, you know, come over here and let's talk a little bit. Or come and get, I'll come and get you. I won't tell you to come talk to me. I'll just come get you. There's a yeah. difference. Because if I got to tell you to come talk to me, you know, it's the, eh, no, I'm good. Like, hey, come on, let's go over here and talk. Now she can still say no, but it's it's all about that delivery as well. But yeah, she did that, and I was yeah, just like, yo, I love I love shit like that. If, if you was a, if you was a different type of dude though, like if you was a different type of dude, like she said, oh yeah, my mind, I was hoping that you was come talk to me, but what if you didn't? You know what I'm saying? Like like sure, if you got that in your mind, express that a little bit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Good one. Mm-hmm. Because you know what I mean, so, like, like I'm, I feel you with eye contact. So with, you. Me, with me, that's yeah. If I, if I hold your eye contact longer than like two, three seconds, oh, good. That's that's enough for me to be like, ah, she looking at me too long. Let me let me roll in. You know what I'm saying? But you know, if I'm around you from a distance, right. you know what I mean, you and we ain't make eye contact, and but you in your mind, you must be looking at me too. Like, yeah, Yo, you gotta wave, smile. You gotta do something. Like, you know what I mean? Because and so that's. That's what, I, that's what I don't To want. me, that was the, when she came over and interrupted the conversation that me and the owner of the brunch were having, that's when it was kind uh, of okay, like, that okay. Was, uh, now I'm with, you know, that's my little window of opportunity right there. Come plant a seed. That's it. Because, you know, let's gotcha. face it, a lot of men will not approach because they're uh, either afraid of rejection or just sometimes, you know, women don't want to be bothered. We see it all the time now. You know, they go out to enjoy themselves at the club, just that or the other, dancing, and then men approach them from behind, and it kind of just ruins the whole thing. You know, so I like yep. I like for you, I, I can initially shoot my shot any day, all day, every day. 
But if I initially shoot my shot, I'm still going to wait for you to plant a seed to let me know that you're interested before I continue to pursue. Mm. And uh, and so so when she interrupted that conversation, to me, that was the little seed that was like, OK, I'm letting him know that I'm here. Green so, light. If he, so if he wants it, come get it type deal. And, that, and I'm fine yeah. with that. Like you said, you know, yeah. not every man can see that. And that's what we assume or that's what communication come in, you know, give a look up and down, whatever it is. But just let all you got to do is give me just a little space. That's all I need. I don't need much. Just give me a little space. I can I can make the door open. Um. So, yeah, that's that. Women continue to shoot your shot. There are some great relationships out there that start fellas. Do not be. Do not feel some type of way if a woman does shoot her shot at you. You are not less of a man because a woman shoots her shot at you. She's nope. just letting you know straight up what she wants, and that's another aspect of it. I love yeah. for a woman that's to let you know what exactly it is that she wants. The same way that, same way that women like for us to let them know what we want, works the other way around as well. And it's just it's a turn on for me, especially if it's me that it is that you want. Oh, say less. I got you. <laughs> All right, so where y- where y'all usually at? I guess well, Val, because you're married, Slim, you're single dad, uh, you're out here, you're getting back into the dating game. What what's the dynamic right now? Yeah, so I'll tell I you mean, what, how how is that been for game. you I mean, as a father, like dating? Um, uh, it's been it's been cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't uh, I don't really bring my daughter into the mix unless I know he's serious. You know what I'm saying? Um, aside from my mm. child's mother, I've only been with one other woman like seriously. And that woman, she was a part of my daughter's life somewhat. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna, uh, and even wait, with that ended, you know what I'm saying? My daughter was cool with the ending. Like, she don't ask no questions, thank God. But just for future reference, I'm not really I'm not really going to uh, bring my daughter into anything that I know, unless I know is serious. You know what I mean? When we move in together, you know, or I'm thinking about moving in with you, then I'll bring my daughter into the mix a little bit more. I don't, you know, having a daughter don't get in my way. Like I told AJ, um, most of the time, especially from out in public, you know, a lot of cougars and even younger women, women my age, you know what I'm saying? They, um, I get a lot of compliments from being a single father, especially African-American father of a little girl you know what i'm saying when uh, people in the public see our bond that we have with one another you know what i'm saying i get a lot of compliments on that a lot of compliments from men and women um you know they don't really get in my way the only time it's a problem for me is if i want to go out and i ain't got a babysitter that's the only time that you know <laughs> having a child away other than that so in a different light you know outside of bringing your your daughter I guess, into the fold of someone that you're in a relationship with, like when to you, do you bring up the fact that you have a daughter, I guess, or is it kind of just like something that's already been seen because, you know, it might be a woman on social media that saw like, Oh, snap, he's a dad or just saw you well, out. Or what if like the woman doesn't know that you have a daughter? Yeah. When do you bring up that fact? Well, if the woman doesn't know I have a daughter, if the woman doesn't know how to, it depends on what my intent is and depends on what her intent is and how hard I'm feeling, what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that I not that I'm like hiding her, but you know, if if I know it ain't gonna go nowhere, if I'm just trying to smash, it really ain't no need for none of that to really be exchanged or involved. You know what I mean? 
there's, there's no need. You know what I mean? But if I see potential in you, or if I'm really, and you're going to know how much potential I see by the amount of conversation and the uh, degree of conversation we're having. You know what I'm saying? So in that instance, yeah. you know, if I'm really trying to pursue where, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there that I'm a father, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to give you a whole name and everything else in between. You know what I'm saying? But I, if we do, if we are getting serious, I don't want to, I'm not going to let two and three, four months go by. And then you find out I got a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you don't have children, you know what I mean? Because uh. I feel like that could be somewhat problematic or feel like you high in it. You know what I'm saying? But what's funny is that uh, what I do find is that a lot, I, me and my baby moms, you don't, mess around at all like we're cool and everything but we're not i'm not one of those people who double dip or go back and creep or, and i never have like i never have you know what i'm saying but you know a lot of women that I do talk to you know what i mean if they, if they do find out i have kids i have to like really enforce and let them know no i'm not fucking my baby moms we have never fucked since my daughter was like one you know what i'm saying or you know what i mean since back then you know she's seven now right. like this, you ain't got to worry about my baby mom coming up or me going back creeping in the middle of the night or nothing. You ain't got to worry about none of that shit because it's just, it is not in my world. You know what I mean? That don't happen. But a lot of women, I guess they have the expectation through their own past experiences or whatever, or maybe they still fucking a baby father. Who the fuck knows? But a lot of women have that expectation for some reason. Very true. I know that a lot of men, um, I can't really speak too much on it because I don't have any kids. I'm not a baby daddy or a father or anything like that. But I do know just from experiences and seeing things and hearing things, a lot of dudes look at it as, oh, my baby mama, that's always going to be some surefire pussy because we have a kid together. She's stuck with me or so they they seem, they think. And there are also a lot of men who do hide their kids from like people they're pursuing a relationship with, which is why I asked you that question because it's great. You're like, yo, if I know there's an expiration date on this, there's no need for you to be too too much into my personal business. I agree 100%. There's only but so much that you should know. Now, if you're like a friend and you just so happen to know or something like that, because like, I don't know about y'all, but I've I've had sex with people that we ended up becoming like real good friends afterwards or something. Haven't had sex since, but we're real good friends. And so then, you know, I have a daughter, you know, that's because you are a friend now. I consider you somebody who is a part of my life. Then that's different. But if it's just an expiration, we know this is only going to last a few times and then we're going to go our separate ways. Why do you need to know that I have a daughter? Yeah. Ain't no, you know, if I just can't make it that night, I just can't make it. Dope. So how, I mean, I've dated women who've had, you know, kids before. I like to try to stick to one, but I don't limit it to just one because you never know. The person might be incredible. Um, and there's been some times where Mr. L himself has has damn near put in for stepdaddy of the year award. Um, <laughs> but all right. So Val, you're married. You've been married for how long? Uh, she put me on the spot again. No, sir. Um, it's about to be two years in September. Okay. I was going to say, if I need to edit it out, just let me know. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're good. You're good. Do it. Um, <laughs> shout out to the wifey, the first lady over there. I know just in case she listens to this, much love, much appreciation, and we love hey. your support. Um. All right. So how did how did you know like your wife was the one? Like when when did it click to you? Like, yo, this is, this is my person. When did it click? So... I want to say that 
it clicked very early on, but I was afraid. I'm gonna be straight, straight up transparent, um, because we were okay. So I'm actually really big in horoscopes, right? So I'm a Sag, she's a Gemini, and on one spectrum it works, but on the other one, that that's disaster. So because we're so different, and oh my God, we are really different. So what really got me? I like the fact that when I felt comfortable enough to bring her around my friends. She slipped in like nothing. It was almost as if they knew her for years. And I'm just like, okay, look at you. You know, like she she hung in the conversation. She would have the conversation. She'd ask questions. Like, and then after the fact, after first meeting my friends, like she came to me and talked about it. She was just like, thank you for introducing me to your friends. Like, I truly appreciate that. So um, she took that really like seriously. And I'm just like, I'm happy that you did because these are people that I've grown up with all my life. So it was a big deal for me to, for you to meet them. So that was about six months in. So that's why I was just like, six months in, am I supposed to really know that like, she's the one kind of thing? And like for everybody that answer is different. You know what I mean? Right. For me, I was just like, I I feel like she is, but we're going to keep going slowly, you know, all that stuff or whatever. Um, what really got me to know that she legit was the one and like, I didn't have to like question or be afraid about it anymore was when I got around her family, her family knew almost everything about me. And I was just like, wow, like, how do you know this much? Obviously the answer is her. And I was just like, okay, if she's like legit telling her people is this and when I, more specifically her mom and dad, her mom and dad. Like, she talked to them about me. I was just like, wow, like, you told them this much about me? That tells me how serious you are. There's no questions left. There's no nothing. You know, we're already vibing and all that stuff. So that really gave me the ultimate green light. Like, no, this is it. This shit is it. So, yeah, that's what I got. That's what's up. I'm glad that you did emphasize that it's different from everybody. Um, I know for myself, like, Slim was kind of saying, you know, about his daughter, I'm not bringing you around her unless we are serious, serious, serious. I love my family to death. I'm a, I'm a huge family person. Not many women have met my family because I know how my family are. They like to clean going. We like to joke around like the same outgoing personality that I have. We have when we're all in the same room. Once we leave out of the house, it might be different. It might be, you know, some a lot of my brothers and sisters might be a little bit more reserved. Yeah. I'm probably like the outgoing or close to it. The one, the top two outgoing in my family of nine kids. Some are younger, but even then I know how they are. Like you, you're going to have to fit into that fold. Like you're going to have to fit into that fold. That's what it is. Like we love to joke around. There's not much arguing, no fighting, nothing like that. So if you start to come around and that d- dynamic changes because of you, I can't, I can't be with you. Because of the dynamic. Now, that's not saying like, oh, I'm putting my family over, you know, my woman. But if we're in a relationship, depending on how serious we are, like, it's not going to get but so far unless I know that you fit into that flow. That's fair. And plus, I have younger sisters, and they're real clingy, clingy, and they're real protective as well. So mm. with the clingy part, like, they don't forget one a girl who's just a friend that I brought around and they met her. They always ask, how's she doing? How's she doing? This, that, other, what's going on with her? And this was some years ago, and they haven't seen her since. 
but it's really important to me the family dynamic and the flow um and how you fit into that you know like if my dad my dad loves to crack jokes if you can crack one back or you can laugh with it oh that's a plus yes. i'm like oh shit you know she might be the one like this okay she can handle one of my dad's jokes okay. and give it back same thing like i like the jokes so if i can if i can roast you and you can roast me back oh i love it yes. i need that so slim for you man like what yeah what lets you know like oh snap i want to take this to not necessarily marriage but to a different level from dating to a relationship so for me like i'm gonna pay like your family's definitely a big thing like you know what i mean like you 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 sound like me like my i got family from um south carolina up here now we when we all get together you know we get the drinks out you know what i mean we we talk a lot of shit we um not bad shit. We just talk shit in general. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We, uh, we you know, we made the bait. You know what I'm saying? You know, we're going to have some good topic. We're not going to sit around and just watch the TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to engage and stuff. So, for me, if you if you can fit in with my family, that is super. If my family dig you and like you, that's fucking great. And for them to like you, you got to be, like, down to earth. You know what I mean? You got to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, You got to... I'm going to want to take it to the next level. Once I see that you're putting the same amount of energy in me that I try to put in you, you know what I'm saying? Once I feel like that's reciprocated, if I feel yes. like I'm um, becoming, not to say you're a main priority, but I'm up there, somebody who you value, consider, and you know what I mean? You talking about big moves, future moves, we, we could, I would definitely do that. You know what I mean? If I see that you, um, your character is good. If I see, like I said, you considering me, you know what I'm saying? Um, if I see that your values is good, our values link up. We got the same mindset. We could we share common goals, which I think is a very big thing to have a shared common goal in a relationship, and we can, you know, start uh, chipping away at those goals together. For me, that's uh, that's like okay, she may be the one. She's investing in me as much as I've invested in her. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like so that, that so that brings me to the question: like you're talking about, you know, y'all. Or working towards the same goals in the relationship. What to you all, what components make a healthy relationship? Mm, okay. Well, for starters, what I would say is to have a healthy line of communication, whatever that looks like for y'all. Um, after that, um, be, be on the same page and know that arguments will happen. Like disagreements, arguments, however it, it, you want to, whatever word you want to put together for it, it's going to happen. And you guys should have some sort of plan um, in place to try to handle the art, mitigate, excuse me, to mitigate the argument so it doesn't get out of hand. Like we know it's going to happen. This is the plan that we have in place. You know, let's try to stick by it. If we don't feel like it works, let's continue to tinker it until it fits the both of us so we know what to do. It doesn't get out of hand. Um Another thing I would say is whenever something happens that you're, you don't like, for example, don't sweep it under the rug. You know, you're probably going to get used to sweeping mad shit under the rug, but one day you're going to trip over that shit. She's going to trip over it. You're going to trip over it. It's going to be too big. I like like Y'all got to take the rug off. Legit, right? You got to take the rug off and talk about all the shit that's under there. Just so y'all are on the same page, man, because you could be like, oh, we great. Everything's going great. 
But she goes to her girls like, yeah, I got this problem. I got this problem. I got this problem. And then y'all have an argument. You know, y'all are not y'all don't have that healthy um, how to handle it together, that healthy plan together. And she's spitting all these different things at you that you didn't even know. She didn't tell you. You know what I mean? Now you're sitting there looking like, well, what am I supposed to say to this? Because you never told me about it. I thought we had an open line of communication. What's going on? You know, so. Make sure that you always have those tough conversations. We're so scared to have these tough conversations, man. Have those conversations so y'all could be on the same damn page. So y'all could be having more good times than the bad times because life is too short. Life's too short, you know. So though I think those would be the three top the top three things that I would say. What about you, Slim? Um, so first I wanna just piggyback off what you said. And um, when I'm in like a serious relationship with somebody who I'm locked down with, I'm getting that 150% with, um, the first thing that I always say is that um, it's not always going to be good. You know, love is up and down. It's like a wave. It's up and down, like a sound wave. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, you know, my ex, she used to love to say, oh yeah, I love you. I love you. And I'd be like, listen, I know you love me now. Everything is good. I need you to love me when it's bad. I need you to love me you know, when you don't like me, I need you to love me on the yes. ugly days. I need you to love me on days when we're not seeing eye to eye. So, you know, and that's why, like, I'm not sure if it's a man thing or me thing, but, you know, when we do, when we did get into certain things, she'd be like, oh, well, it's not that serious to you. You're acting nonchalant. No, it's not that it. It's just that, you know, what, we're going to let this end us, you know what I mean? After six years, we're going to let we're gonna let something like this end us? Like, this is, not, it's not stupid, but it ain't nothing that can't be salvaged or worked out if we just have a uh, mature discussion you know what i'm saying like it's not nothing that can't be worked out so you know you know not to say communication is key but you know understanding is key and you know you know not making decisions in the heat of the moment because it's right to be emotional and be mad at that instant but um you got to be cognizant and conscientious that, you know, it's only a moment in time and eventually you're going to come back down and I'm going to come back down. You know what I'm saying? And I'll, you know, we could discuss it like rational people. So I definitely feel like uh, talking is a, is a, is a very big, uh, you know, very big point. Agreed. So we can all agree that communication goes in there. Um, definitely. It's, it's a lot of things that can be, that compose, that come together to make, um, a relationship healthy and just because you argue it doesn't mean your relationship isn't healthy uh, i just think that arguments are gonna happen no matter who you are uh, with who you are now whether they're huge or whether they're small so let's say for lack of better terms disagreements then because i think small arguments would be deemed as disagreements um i agree i'm like you know you got that you respect each other the the communication joint, you, nobody is trying to control the other person unless that's just the dynamic of your relationship that you guys have agreed upon. Uh, but like Slim said earlier, I don't own the pussy. I don't own the woman. Like, you know, you are your own person. I do not own you. There can be things that you may do or there be things that I just don't like and I would rather you not do them. Yes. But if they are not like a hard a hard line or a hard no and you do them then you know i might say a little piece like but you know i don't like when you do this or that or the other but i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh it's over because you did this unless it's a continuation of you not taking into account my feelings then after that it's just like all right you feel it strong enough that 
you continue to do something that I don't like or that I have an issue with after we've talked about it. And now unless she's agreed to it, then that's different. Uh, but yeah, if you continue to do this, then you obviously do not care how I feel or what I think when you go and do such and such. And I wouldn't say that without piggyback saying this, that I would expect, I would be expected to do the same thing for her. If there's something or I'm moving some type of way that she doesn't like, and she comes at me and tells me this, then me, myself, I'm going to adjust. We're going to compromise. We're going to communicate, talk about it, see where we can come together at and figure out, you know, how to make this thing work. If it's like a definite hard no for her, like for instance, I like to flirt. I may flirt. I will flirt just because I want to see somebody smile, flirt for free food at the window, you know, ah. whatever, you know. Um, but I've had that issue before with dating where, although I had no intentions behind my flirting as in like a, oh, I'm trying to get at this shorty or anything like that. Like just genuinely coming off, trying to make somebody laugh can be deemed as flirtatious. And she had an issue with it. I was flirting with people or women. And then she, although it was to me, I'm like, you know, I'm not doing this with the intent of going further. It still didn't make her comfortable. And so therefore I had to watch what I would say around people. Not saying that it was took away from who I, who I am. Cause I can still joke around and be funny with you without flirting. I do it with my boys all the time. We yep. can all sit here and joke this that other, but I'm not flirting with you too. So just taking that same, that same mentality into it with women. And we were able to just make it rock. Now, later on down the line, we had some, you know, clashed a couple of times with something and didn't work out. That's Mr. L is single. Um, you brought up arguing. I think all three of us did for the most part. You know, you're going to get into disagreements and arguments with your person, your wife. If you're dating in a relationship, how do you. How do you um, manage these arguments? Like, what do you do? Because, you know, you don't, I'm not a yeller scream. I don't feel like I have to take that tone. I'm not your parent, first of all. One, I know I don't want anybody yelling, screaming, cussing at me. Because then you take it to a different level if that's the case. When you get into an argument with your partner or disagreement, what do you do in order to either defuse the situation or just better help or help your partner better understand, like, where you're coming from? Just what I typically do, I like to um, give perspective first because I know that we're both going to probably see it two different ways. So I would give, I would let her give her perspective first about what happened, you know, especially if I did something that made her upset. Like, I want her to tell me, like, you know, what, how she felt, all that stuff, whatever. So then I would respond, responding to exactly what she said. I'm not going to throw anything different in there because that just escalates stuff. Like, if it was something legit that I did and I did not know that I did it and she felt some type of way about it, I'm going to think about it and then I'm going to apologize for what I did, you know, because she's whatever way she feels about it is how she feels about it. You know what I mean? I can't tell her how to feel about anything. So it could have been something playful like, oh, you know, I can't say something like you should have took it as I was joking because I was joking, you know, granted, I truly, truly might be joking but she did not take it that way i need to apologize because she might not she may not be the type of person to just be like oh you were joking okay that's cool you know because again like like we said a couple of times here everybody's different everybody handles things differently so that's how i would handle the argument you know and then just as an ending of the argument i would just be like okay well moving forward when i do this thing or if i say this type of thing to you like 
I do want you to know that I am joking with you. Like, I don't want you to feel some type of way. But if you do not want me to say this thing or do this thing anymore, I'll stop because I'm not trying to have these arguments with you over something like this, you know, and we move from there just so we're all on the same page and um, vice versa. Like if I'm upset about something, I would want her to treat it the same exact way with the same sincerity, you know, trying to really figure out what's up, you know, what did she do that got me upset um apologize and we move forward together as opposed to just moving forward apart and when i say moving forward apart i mean y'all are still in the in the relationship but y'all are still in the same mindset like oh well this wasn't a big deal so i'm just going to continue doing this i'm just going to say sorry to shut him up kind of thing you know so when i say moving forward together that means y'all had that conversation y'all nipped that thing in the bud there's nothing swept under the rug y'all are moving forward legit together in a you know, better state than you were before the conversation. What about you, Slim? Um, so I'm gonna piggyback off what you said real quick. Um, and I don't like that appeasement shit. I, I hate being appeased. Don't appease me is to me that's like a, a sign of high disrespect to me. Um, with that being said, uh, if I do something that Shorty didn't like, and a lot of times, like I said, the oblivious man in us, I'm unaware. You know what I'm saying? Because especially if I'm in a true relationship with you, it's never my intent to hurt you. It's never my intent to to offend you, to make you upset. And if I did do something to make you upset, I truly do apologize. I, didn't, I did not think that, you know, this action or, or, or this, what I say was enough to, would upset you, you know, knowing that I would never do anything intentionally. So I would um always apologize. I would also, um you know, explain, you know, what I what I did mean by it, you know what I'm saying? What I did, my intent was, you know what I mean? And if it, if it got misconstrued or I didn't convey it properly or if you just simply don't like it, now I'm aware of it. But back to what Mr. L said, when I make you aware of something and you make me aware of something and I truly love you and I'm truly caring about you, I'm going to stay cognizant of that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say it ain't going to slip out because, you know, yes. I'm human and I may fuck up. But if I do catch, do slip out nine times out of ten, I'm going to catch it before you even say something. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, I expect that same reciprocation. You know what I mean? If I tell you, listen, I really don't like you posting these pictures or I don't like you doing this, I don't like you doing that, whatever it may be. Like, you know, like once again, I don't own the pussy. I don't own you. I'm not controlling. But if you got the same amount of love and respect for me that I have for you, then I would expect you to to be cognizant of what I've asked you to do or not do. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's not compromising who you are as a person and I'm not compromising who I am as a person or our values or morals or anything like that. Um, I'm always down to like to talk, address it and get past it. You know what I mean? Because like, like we both said, I do love you. I, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And we living in the same space on top of that. So who wouldn't walk around? It should be nothing but peace beyond my front door. You know what I'm saying? And if it's static between us, it's okay because it's going to be yes. static. But let's, let, let's, 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 let's neutralize that static as quickly as possible and let's address it so we know how to keep that static out of here you know what i'm saying back when we had the old school tvs we knew what tv what channels wasn't good what t channels gave us that snow shit so we knew to skip right over that channel you know what i'm saying and that's the same thing with my relationship you know what i'm saying if i know what's going to cause static i know to avoid that you know what i'm saying don't even go down that road you know what i mean so for me you know i'm always going to talk you know what i mean i'm not really going to yell Unless you're giving me that energy back, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not gonna say be yelled at either. 
and don't think I'm not going to raise my voice or try to, you know what I mean, regulate some shit. But, you know, I'm always going to try to talk to you from a calm voice. I mean, when I'm dead serious, like, I don't yell, honestly. When I'm that serious and I mean what I say and I say what I mean, I'm going to lock eyes with you directly, you know what I mean? And you're going to feel what I'm saying. I'm only going to say it, like, once. That's it. And I'm going to need you to confirm that you understand what I just said. Because I'm not speaking no different language. You know what I'm saying? So, that's how I handle relationship arguments and disagreements. That's dope, getting those two different perspectives of how you would maneuver through it. Because, like, I... I don't like confrontation. I don't like for somebody to be mad at me. Like if I, there's a way to avoid them, not in a, a negative way, like avoid the confrontation. But if it's something that we can go ahead and nip in the bud so it doesn't get to something much bigger than what it should be or what it is, then I say, let's go ahead and nip that in the bud now. Let's talk about it. And if you don't want to talk right now, cool. But we're going to talk about that shit eventually because I want to go ahead and get back to a place of understanding uh and I want to say of love, not saying that I don't love you when we get in arguments, but let's get let's get back to let's get better than what we were when we first got into this this argument. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about it. Um, like I said, sometimes, you know, cool heads need to cool off and y'all do need, yep. to, you know. All right. You know, maybe you want to go for a drive or I want to go for a drive. Just know you bring your home, your ass home at the end of the night and I need you here. So that way that I'm not going to bed without you one. Two, we can at least come to some understanding that if we need to continue to have conversations about it, we just gonna continue to have the conversations about it. Uh, but we're gonna put make sure we're gonna know that there's an expiration date. We we might not be able to put the expiration date on it, but there's an expiration date to this argument or a disagreement that we got going on, and we're gonna come out better than this. Um, I know like one of my cousins, him and his wife, they don't really argue a lot. At least you know out in public, they don't argue at all. Behind mm. closed doors. They, they got Nerf gun collections. You got an issue with me, I got an issue with you. Lock and load. Let's shoot this thing out. Talk about it, and then nice. we get it afterwards. And that's something that I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, that's yeah. Dope, man. What? Like, that's something I'm like, yo, cool. Let's get our aggression real quick with these little Nerf guns. I'm, I'm going to pop your ass and make sure you know. <laughs> but um, but even, but even outside of that, it's just, if there's a way to avoid the yelling, the screaming, the cursing, I, I've I'm a person, yeah. I'm like my dad. Yo, if I get, I don't really get mad that often, but if I do get mad, I see red. So I never will allow myself to get to that point. I don't want it to, I wouldn't want my woman to do something to make Definitely. me get to that point. Um, now, that's barring that, you know, you did something outrageous or some shit like that. Then she got every right to be mad at you for however long that she want to be mad with Definitely. you. Definitely. You just got to realize that, you know, you reap what you sow type deal. Yeah. All right, so we're talking about the components of yeah, but if it's just a disagreement of what makes a healthy relationship. Definitely, oh, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead, Slim. What's up? No, I'm just, I was just saying my fault. If this is disagreement, you know, what I mean, you said something that struck that struck with me is like, if I did something that's fucked up, you know, you got to eat that. But if it's just a, a disagreement or some shit that we could get through, I'm not with that whole going to bed mad at each other shit. I don't, I don't. I don't do that at all. Like mm. we gotta stay up to two, three in the morning till that shit is off our chest. Then let's do that because my bed is a place of peace. You know what I'm saying? And I still want to be able to hold you at night with no animosity. You know what I mean? I don't want you. I don't want to feel like you got animosity towards me if I'm over it. And I don't want to feel crazy holding you if you over it and I didn't let it go yet. You know what I'm saying? So, granted, as long as it's nothing on right. that monumental scale, 
where we need distance. Um, I'm gonna we I, and my I would ideally what I would like to do as long as she's ready for it is I would like to talk it out that same night before we bring it before we break the crust of our bedroom. You know what I'm saying? That's number one. And but what you said, Mister L two is, and I don't know my experience. Women are funny with this shit for some reason. I, you know, if we get into it and I need to step away for two seconds to step out, let me do that. You know what I mean? Sometimes women don't want you to do that for some crazy reason. And it's like, yo, I, don't, I, I live with, you know, my girlfriends. You know what I mean? If I'm with you, I'm, I'm cohabitating with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, and I tell Shorty, like, baby, I'm coming back, yo. Just let me get some air. Let me get my thoughts together real quick. Like, all my shit is here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm my car keys are hanging up for Christ's sake. I'm just going for a walk. Like, let me go get some space real quick. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes women don't want you to do that. I don't know what that shit is about. But. So I think that that is because I know some men who've been like that before as well. And I don't know if it is a uh, generational curse type thing or like a cultural thing where we've seen like, uh, I'll be honest, my grandparents didn't have the best of relationships. They were married. Yes. But their relationship wasn't that great. And to my understanding, like, you know, my grandfathers have stepped out on my grandmothers and vice versa. So we are seeing, especially in a cultural standpoint, where two black people, especially, get into some type of argument that are together in a relationship or married. And we see it in movies also. So it's not just like in our neighborhoods, but in movies. And then whenever they get mad, what do they go do? They go relieve that stress that the other person caused like you said like sex to you is a stress reliever slim to some other people sexually is, yeah. is the same thing so when they're stressed and partners making them stress what do they do they they go out and they're relieving that stress with somebody else who's not their partner and unfortunately i think we have been scarred as a culture as a community a black community to see those things happen and so therefore it's like in the mindset of men and women where it's just like yo that distance, like what could be going on? I don't want, I don't want it to give that opportunity of this argument to open a door yeah. for somebody yeah. else. And of course, you know, you would hope that you, you know, you trust your your partner and you understand them enough that I know that they're not going to go out and step out on me because we're having an argument or a disagreement, you know. And so that's where, like, you come in. You're not about to go, you know, knock down another shorty just because you and yours got into an argument. No, you just want to go clear. Get some fresh air, clear your mind, calm down a little bit. Because if neither one of you are hearing each other, y'all y'all just might need to take a take a take some minutes away, take some time away from each other. Yeah. Not saying the whole day, but just take some time away. Then you both come back, cooler heads, different perspectives, maybe a better way to communicate things to each other. Um, dang, I don't know if we're really gonna get into it because this time is running by. It's been great conversations. Great conversation. Y'all along with this. Um, yeah. as y'all know this is a kink sex positive. Honestly, anything that comes to my mind, podcast. Fuck it. If it goes to two two hours and fifteen minutes, I think we still should be straight. So we didn't mention sex being in the relationship or being a component of a healthy relationship, right? I believe that sex is, you know, it is important. It is. We all enjoy it. But as we talked before, you know. I should be able to enjoy you without the sex being included. I'm assuming we all touching and agreeing in that. Agreed. 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 Cool. Sometimes we just delay. I don't know if Slim thinking or. Yeah. <laughs> we're looking I'm at like, this. Oh, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, snap. 
I like what my man's about to say. He about to like, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. So sex is important, but I love the fact that if I can spend some time with you outside of sex and just enjoy your company. And then when we have sex, the sex is incredible. That's just a cherry on top. Yeah. In a relationship, how often or how much would you want to have sex? Let's say per week. Let's take out the, you know, the three to seven days that your woman might be on her menstrual cycle. Mm. So ideally, like, you know, on a regular week, how much sex would you want? Jeez, I gotta Okay. So I You can go you can go hours, minutes, mm-hmm. days, you know, however you want to break it down. So I I I like it four times a week, to be honest with you. Um, and one of those days out of the week, it's probably going to be a doubleheader because it, it just happens, you know? So, yeah, I'm I'm with the four. Yeah, that, that's me. <laughs> so with that so with that four, Val, roughly, like, give me, you know, we're talking 30-minute sessions, 45-minute sessions, a couple quickies here and there. Ah, uh, so what's funny about that? We might say, yeah, I'll be very transparent. We might say, yeah, yeah, we got 15 minutes. Come on, let's go, let's go. That's less than an hour. We don't do quickies, unfortunately. And I'm going to say unfortunately, because sometimes we be having places to go. We got places to go. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it just happens. So every time we say quickies, it doesn't happen. So if I'm being real, it usually lasts maybe 45 to an hour each time. All right. So in so in one week, we'll say for yourself, anywhere from about 40 to 43 hours worth of sex a week. All right. Yeah. Yep. I'll fuck with it. All right. Slim. Slim like all day, every day. So me, 24-7. Yeah, all day, every day. Yeah. I mean, ideally, granted that she ain't tired, ain't got shit to do. I, I can fit that in my schedule every day, honestly. Um, twice a day, hey. honestly, at least twice a day. Cause I'm a morning, I'm a morning fuck. You know what I mean? I like, I love to fuck in the morning. It gets my day started. You know what I'm saying? Like I had one shorty, you know, at nighttime, it would send her to bed. For me, if I gave up my shit, my nut off in the morning, I'm about to have a beautiful day. Like I'm not going to be sleepy. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to walk and work with a whole new ditty <laughs> box and shit. Like, that's just how I get down. Like, hey. So, I mean, if she up to it. You know what I mean? And that's my problem. I got a high, I'm telling you, bro, I'm not even bragging. I got a high sex drive. I really do. Um, if she can match my sex drive, my sex energy, then shit, we could have it seven days a week. But at least I would need it at least four days a week, like Val. At least four days a week. You know what I mean? Okay. The minimum. And I'm going for it like like I said, I'm going for, you know, twice a day, morning for me, nighttime for her. And my hours, <laughs> I, I told you I'm in a problem earlier, dog. Sometimes I can't finish. So there's a lot of times where she'll soak the whole fucking bed. And I'll be like, yeah, all right, I'll save it for the morning, ma. Or <laughs> let me take a nap. I'll roll over in the middle of the night and just go catch it real quick. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I ain't no uh, ain't no cat for me, bro. We could do two, three. I remember one time, me and my one of my old shorties, we fucking, we had a whole bed in the back. We blew up an air bed and set that shit right in front of the big screen in the living room and we had a fucking we had something called Kama Sutra Wednesdays. Dead ass, son. Like <laughs> the whole day just different fucking. Wait, 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 wait. Kama Sutra Wednesdays. 
Me and my shoe, me and my ex shoe, had Wednesdays. Word is mine. And between, from Wednesday to Wednesday, we, would send, we used to have sex meme wars. We would send each other different sex memes. I swear to God, I'm at work at my job. She work at her job. We would send each other hella different sex memes. <laughs> and then, like, we started sending each other different sex positions. And we would have a little lineup. And we had Kama Sutra Wednesdays. Dead ass, man. I loved it. So this was something that lasted like all week. Like yeah, y'all might have been doing it on Wednesday, but you got the build up going for the whole week. Yeah, we had the build up going, and don't get it twisted. We we would have sex outside of Wednesday, but Wednesdays was reserved for the airbed and is reserved right. for the for the special for the special toys and for the different positions, and that's when outside the box fucking come through. I love it. Oh, I love it. So I'm I'm with y'all. I'm kind of like, you know, four days, I'm cool with four. I'm cool with four. You know, we can get it in some nice sessions. I'm not going to sit here and brag on myself, but I think, you know, I can knock it out in one good session and you be straight at least mm-hmm. for, you know, a couple hours. So like you say, Slim, like, yo, get it in the morning. Nothing hits better than morning pussy. So I agree with you. And then, you know, if okay. I can get one in there midday, the schedule's allowed. Cool. If not, Hey, before we go to bed, I got you real quick. Let's get this fixed in. Not gonna say it's an every single night thing, but you know, every you know, every now and then, every every couple of days, a few days for myself. Um, just because a brother be tired sometimes, you know, I'm I'm trying to put my best foot forward, and if not, you know, I'm I'll be more than happy to hold the vibrator for you. So that brings me to the next thing: mm. communicating with your partner in the bedroom. How would you let them know that you want to try something different? Or that they're doing something bad, or that they're doing something great. I believe that all three are very important. Wow, uh, I'll take this one first. Uh, I'll start backwards. So doing something great. Um, so the thing is, when when we're we're doing it, I communicate without words. I kind of let her know um, how I feel by moans like you know i let her know like she likes it so i kind of i don't want to use the word appease but i mean i guess in that sense i I am because i'm letting her know what she's doing is something that i actually really like you know so i may say it but i want to show it with my body so that's one way um i show that she's doing something that's really great um something that i don't like I typically just say it, but I no. I'm gonna double back on that. I don't. I don't usually just say it. I usually say, um, "Let let's let's try something else." You know, like Mister L, you said it earlier. Like sometimes it's best to not just straight up say, "Oh, I don't like this," or you know, "Oh, you don't look that good in that dress," or whatever it is, or whatever you know. Like there's other ways that you can basically you're saying that, but you're not saying that at the same exact time. So, yeah, I would just say, let's try something else. You know, something like that or whatever. Um, and then the the first question, I'm sorry, Mr. L, I missed that if, first one. If you wanted to, like, incorporate something new. Okay. Or try something to, new. If I wanted to try something new, um, I'd probably take a page out of Slim's book, to be honest with you. Um, I would. So, for example, I would be reading something, and, like, I read a lot. Um, and then I would just so happen to come on to something that's talking about like sex and different positions and all, and all this stuff or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, I've never really seen this. So I would send it. 
I would send it to the wife and I would just be like, what do you think about this? <laughs> Get her opinion on it, you know? And usually that would yeah. just let her know like, oh, he's actually interested in trying this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I guess it's a little bit different too because she just knows how I am. So she's automatically going to take that as, oh, he's interested in this. You know, if she's not interested, she's legit just going to tell me, no, I'm not interested in that. But nine times out of 10, she's going to be like, oh, you want to try this, huh? And I'm just like, yeah, let's try this, you know? Um, kind of just keep that open line of communication because we like to make it fun. Like what Slim said <laughs> with the Karma Sutra Wednesdays, like ladies love that. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm I think I'm inspired. I'm legit about to try to make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would make a day or something, you know, <laughs> as some more excitement, man. Like. Ladies love that. Like, I'll be real. My life, my wife loves that. Like, we try to keep it exciting. And we keep an open line of communication as well. Because we don't want anybody to feel funny. We don't want nobody, like, in the middle of doing what we're doing, you know. And then something said. And then it just goes, for us. And, you know, it goes dry for them. You don't want that. So, that yeah, we kind of keep an open line of communication. Slim, I'm serious. I'm, I'm going to take, take after you. <laughs> yeah, man, oh, so good, man. man. So for me, like, like I said, you know, obviously we're doing something that um body language is very important. You know what I mean? If you, when you're in the act of having sex, if she's doing something great, not only is she going to tell by my body language, by my moans, you know what I'm saying? Or my relaxation, you know what I mean? So she could get in there a little deeper and do whatever the fuck she doing. Yes. Or, um, you know what I mean? So you're going to know that just my body, my body language. I may be like, and once I like it, it's on the menu. That shit is on the menu forever. Like, it's not like your birthday type thing. No, that shit is yes. on the menu every time. That's number one. If there's something that um I don't <laughs> like, once again, you're gonna um you're gonna know by my body language because I'm gonna cramp the fuck up or tight the fuck up or like nah or you know what I mean. I may I'm gonna tell you like stop or chill. I'll tell you right in the middle of it. But it ain't many things that I really don't like. I'm not mm. even gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? And then um. As far as me introducing something, you know, while we in the act, if something popped in my head, you know what I mean, that I feel like you may be kind of questionable about, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to reserve it. You know what I mean? And I'm going to wait till we're done in between sessions. But, yeah, how you feel about blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, if it's something that's, you know, if it's something that's, you know, that I, that I really want to do, like I said, I'm gonna just I'm gonna ask you, is it, you know, how you feel about this, how you feel about that, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, that's it. It ain't, it ain't hard to figure out, believe me. That, <laughs> that communication being key, yes, um, yeah, because like I'm I'm the same way. I've you don't have to. I think it's very healthy for you to discuss your sexual experience with the partner that you're doing it with. Um, whether it's beforehand, afterwards, even during, because beforehand it kind of lets both of you know what you're into. So you can kind of know what to expect. You can go ahead and have that conversation. These are my hard limits. These are the things I'm okay with. Yes. These are the things that, you know, if you get me feeling some kind of way, I'll be open to doing. That's cool. Have that conversation beforehand and then during especially have that conversation as well it doesn't have to be a full-blown conversation where y'all are sitting talking while you you know mid-stroke or something 
but just a simple like, oh, do you like how this feels? Or like, are you okay? Checking to make sure that they're good. Um, of course, you know, we read that body language, but sometimes, you know, it's different. Some women's body languages might, I'm not going to say be stiff, but reacts a different way. All pussy is different pussy, no matter which way you fuck it. All pussy is different pussy. So it might be working for one chick, but like, you know, it's okay to tell the man like, Yo, all right, hey, let's, let's switch it up. Let's, let's do this or mm, this hurts or be vocal about those things. So this feels real good. Like if I was saying, you know, you like to let her know it feels good by your moans. I'm the same way. I'm going to talk. I'm going to let you know the shit feel. I ain't, my moans might sound ugly sometimes, but you know, <laughs> you at least know you get that reaction out of me. Uh, and then likewise at the end, you know, like, Hey, I really enjoy when you did this or like the, the conversation about, you know, if there was something that she didn't enjoy, there was, I had one, one woman tell me one time, like, yeah, you, uh, you kind of talk a little, a lot during sex where mm-hmm. I've had other women like, yes, say this to me, whisper this in my ear while you're doing this or talk me through it. It worked for them, but it wasn't working for her. And she, you know, she came to me afterwards. I didn't feel any kind of way. At first I was a little confused, like, damn, I thought that was one of my go-to things. Like, you know, I'm able to, you know, whisper some sweet nothings in your ear while I'm fucking you and it, and it helps. But for her it just didn't it was a little too much so she was like you know a little bit less of that and you know then we're good a little this and a little this and i took it you know i was like all right cool i didn't want the pride thing you know i was like all right because my ultimate goal is make sure that you're pleased and then i'm gonna get mine also after i I make sure that you that you got yours a couple times yeah um so i think it's it's extremely healthy to communicate these things especially and when trying something new um i like the fact what both of you said from Val when you're reading, you just send it straight to her. And she, you know, she knows you by now. She's like, well, you want to try, huh? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Slim over there from Wednesday to Wednesday, building up to that Kama Sutra Wednesday to next Wednesday. Yes. I'm sending you the sex positions. I'm sending you this video of something I saw. And I'm like, yo, yeah, you know, Wednesday around the corner, two days away, go ahead, get your stretches in. Cause uh, we trying this. <laughs> You know, you want to you want to make your partner feel comfortable, feel special, feel good whenever you have sex with them. Um, and especially when bringing in new ideas, it's OK if they say no. Make sure you find somebody who matches your sexual compatibility, because I do think that is important as well. Like yeah. Slim said, he has a high sex drive. Slim would not do good with a woman whose sex drive is at like a two. and His is at a fit, fucking 15 out of 10. Yeah. Now, have, yeah. have you had that happen before, Slim, where you like partnered with someone who's <laughs> yeah, I have. He said, nah, I have. Um, nope. Fortunately, that was a. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. That was in oh. my younger days, and I didn't really know. And I didn't know myself, you know what I mean, as much. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So mm. now, like me reflecting back on it, yeah, I have. You know what I'm saying? But uh, me knowing now, that's like, honestly, that's something that's like very serious to me. I'm dead ass. So, um, like I said, I never want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. So once we start like talking for real, for real, I'm that's something I'm gonna let you know, like off the rip. Like, listen, baby, I got a, you know, I got a high sex drive. I do. Not, I mean, not no creep shit. I just do. This is the way God made me. I don't know. I can't explain it. I'm not gonna. That don't mean I'm gonna go out and try to fuck other women if you don't give me, you no, know, you know what I mean. If you ain't giving it up, but if I like you, I like you. You know what I mean, and I'm gonna come for that box because you don't want me going for anybody else's box. I'm coming for yours. You know what I mean, like. But that's something I would definitely. Boom. I let any women that I'm getting serious with know, like, listen, 
I gotta, I, I have a high sex drive. So even if you ain't fucking on me like that, I'm gonna be touching you throughout the day. I'm gonna be caressing you. You know what I mean? I'm weird. I'll pull your titty out while we watching fucking, uh, 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 fucking Family Feud and shit. You know what I mean? I'm weird like that. But so I get down. <laughs> You're not weird, my brother. You're normal. I do the yes. same thing. Yes. I do the same thing. <laughs> um. All right. Hey, so, my, I, will, I will pull your <laughs> in the middle of the fucking in the middle of the price is right. Just for just because of that. <laughs> This man said, oh, the young and the restless, both titties going to be out by then. Just know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So spicing things up in the bedroom, communicating. First of all, you guys have are the first, uh, and I'm going to make sure that I identify you correctly, heterosexual males. Yes, sir. Yes. You two are the first heterosexual males I've had on the podcast. And I have said this before. I've had women say it as well. Fellas, if you're listening, when it comes to the bedroom, y'all tell me if you disagree with me, but me and Sex Toys, we are the fucking tag team champions of the world. Those are some of my best friends when it's in the bedroom. We are the Matt and the Jeff Hardy, the Generation (laughs) X, all of that. That's what we are. We're going in there with the same goal. We are like-minded. We know it was about to go down. It is okay for you to use sex toys in the bedroom, fellas, on your woman or having her use them on you. Gentlemen, I don't know how y'all feel about it. I like my, my Gucci area. Get a vibrator put on that while you're getting some head or whatever. Mm-hmm. You'll be singing all night, I promise you. Um, it's perfectly fine. It is not a shot to your ego. It's not meant to be. Even if she continues to use one after you've already finished, it's not a bad thing. She just got another one in her that she's trying to dig out. And if you can't help her, you got a partner to get it out for you. You know, it's not like it's sitting there a full human being that's fucking her. No, it's something with some batteries or that's rechargeable that's sitting there helping you out so you can rest, recuperate and get back in there when you can. I got any disagreements? Y'all agree? I want to make sure oh. that we all, you know, nah, just from a different this, heterosexual male's point of view. Let me cool, take cool. this one down first. All right. So for me, I ain't going to lie to you. Be like, before my most recent relationship, I wasn't really into like sex toys. My, you know what I mean? My, you know what I mean? My first relationship, I remember we used like a bullet once or twice, but that's really it. My second relationship is when. I she showed me some shit. I ain't even gonna stunt. You know what I mean? Like, so like, that was the first time I ever stuck like a real dildo in her and shit like that. I fucking got handcuffs and all types of shit. Like, like, like we got like a whole kit behind us. The Kama Sutra Wednesday was a real thing. I'm trying to tell y'all, my friends. Right? <laughs> yo, she turned me the fuck out. Yeah, I ain't even going front. It, it got to the point, bro, where I was bringing home fucking vibrators for her and shit. Try this one. Try this one. Try this one. Like, I would go get them out independently. I was surprised. Like, some niggas bring that girl a bouquet of flowers. I was bringing home a fucking vibrator for her ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, and for that reason, like, in the beginning, I, I don't know if I was immature. I was just dumb. Like, I used to think, like, my ego was getting, you know, attacked a bit. But fuck that, bro. Like, I use, I'll pull that, pull, pull them all out. Pull them all out. Cock rings is the thing that I'm into. Shit. Put a vibrating cock ring on me, or and I'll put that shit on you, and I'll 
you know, ain't that shit right. So it's it's um while I'm missionary and shit, you ride me, it's hitting that click good. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that before I wasn't, you know, I uh, naiveness, call like I said, call it immaturity, whatever you want. But once I got put on it, it's like that shit can't go back now. You feel me? Like I don't need it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like gonna be like, hey, shorty, you know, let's go get that, let's go get this. But if she wanted it, I'm all for it, bro. Like I'm not, I ain't fucking. I'm not gonna turn you away. I'm not gonna try to be like, oh no, you good? No, no, no. Go get that. Go, go, go. Whatever you want, bro. And once I see where you at with it, psh, like I said, I bring her home to you at that point. That's just, that's just how I get down. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about Kegel balls, That's motherfucking fair. anal beads. I'm talking about all that shit, bro. See, you know what? I can relate to you, Slim, big time. Because first, um, I thought that it was something about myself. Definitely. I was just like, damn, she needs this? Like, come Man. on. You know what I mean? So I was definitely naive. I was definitely... Um, a little immature when it comes to it, you know, but then again, I have to be honest as well because I was not as educated on it as well. I got to be very honest about that. So once I grew up, you know, and I started learning more about like what it can do, what the toys can do and things like that, I was like, Oh, okay. It's now it's, it's seen as an enhancer in a sense. You know what I mean? So I've definitely mm-hmm. grown from that. I had to learn that. So I could definitely relate to you slim on that one. Um, and I got to be honest, we, we don't really use them. We don't. And it's not that because we don't want to. I just, I guess, the 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 job just gets done. I I don't know. I don't know. Um, but be, because of my growth, so like let's like from ten years ago, I I would be like, no, never, da, 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 you know. But now with all this mm-hmm. learning and all this stuff or whatever that I'm learning, now it's like, okay, let I'm not opposed to it being introduced, like whatever being introduced. So. More open to it and all that stuff, but just haven't really gotten to get into it like that. I don't know. Can I just say one thing now? Like, how that's cool. Me, my I'm... biggest problem was like foreplay. You got me. Yeah. Ah, well, was foreplay okay. your biggest problem? Yeah, my biggest thing is because for me, like, I didn't really know how to do it. I'm not gonna front. Like, I was. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna say typical because every man is different, but for me, I would just go right after the pussy. Like I would not I didn't know about the build up and things like that with women. You know what I'm saying? So, um that was actually detrimental to me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like in the long run, I had to learn about foreplay. And then when I started doing foreplay, for me, like because the anticipation was so much, so much, so much, as soon as I get in it, after all the foreplay, I would nut immediately, like really quickly. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I find if I use toys to, to for the foreplay as opposed to my actual like skin to skin contact, you know what I'm saying? Is uh I was able to last longer once we finally got past the foreplay. You know what I'm saying? And I just realized that recently, like from the past fucking year, honestly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so I just wanted to say that real quick. That's what we like to call growth. And I'm glad. Um, So I love the fact that both of you had the perspective of where at first you thought it was just like an ego shot. Because for myself, I I never really had that when it came to sex toys. I always looked at it as an enhancer. You know, it's just like something, always use something outside of a sexual realm to describe it. But it's like, yo, 
at first there was a burger, right? It was like, yo, put this motherfucker between two buns. It tastes better. Yo, put some lettuce and tomato <laughs> on top of it. Some cheese, bake it. Like you're adding on things that make it that much more satisfying. Yes. And sex it's toys offer that yep. same exact thing. It's like it enhances it. It yes. um it makes it more intense in, intense as well for each other, depending on what the sex toy is that you're using. And so I've always been I've always been a fan. Like Slim said, the cock rings. We're gonna dive into that somewhere at a later episode, but it's dope to see that you're venturing out and trying things. And a lot of things might not be for your pleasure, it's for her pleasure. But especially if, you know, we hear we hear tell of men who, let's say, you know, don't last long or aren't as satisfying, don't don't go as long as their partner would be, then that's when you would want to use that sex toy. Go ahead and make sure you get a, a couple, you know, orgasms out of her, you know, just using the sex toy. Then you dive in there and you finish the job up. Yes. You know, it's once again, sex toys are your partners. They're not the enemy. They can be your best friend. All right? She's not replacing you. If she wanted to replace your dick, then she wouldn't even let you fuck. Let me be honest with you. She'd just go straight for the toy. So use it as your friend, not your enemy. Um, Yo, we hit the two two hour and 14 minute mark already, fellas. So I think that's good enough for now. I appreciate both of y'all coming on here. I told y'all from the get go it was gonna be a good episode. Yes. I was hyped, I was hyped for it as soon as I was like, "Yo, I need to do an episode with Val and Slim because I think it would make for great content." Y'all got a lot to share. Y'all shared that. I appreciate the both of you. Um, yo, any last words? Any last words you want to give your spill? Where people can find you? Your email addresses? Your Instagram? Ladies, my man, my man Slim. He's on the market. I mean, hey. you're looking at a bald brother with a beard, educated. He got his hey, nipples hey. pierced. He in the gym at least six times a week. Come holler at my man Slim. Come holler at him. Right. And look at the smile, man. He got the pearly whites out here showing. Oh. Um, yo. <laughs> yo, go ahead. Give me your spill, Slim. Go ahead. Appreciate it. Go you, ahead, man. man. Talk to the ladies. Yeah, I appreciate you. Listen, 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 listen. Ladies, ladies, ladies. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah, he hit the nail right on the head. I'm in the gym six days a week. Yeah, that's my, that's my, as y'all know, I ain't having sex right now. <laughs> Not by my choice, but that's my trust reliever right there. You feel me? Um, I'm just a good guy, y'all. I mean, I, like I said, I'm just scheming for good. Don't let the name fool you. Um, That's it. I am Slim Stay Scheming. Soon to be the genuine Slim, your girl's best friend. You can find me on IG, uh, PR for 973 Vibes. Once again, we're on Spotify, YouTube. Audible, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts, you'll find 973 Vibes. Mr. L, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, we can get back sooner than later. And, uh, you know, Val, you the truth. You know, your perspective is always great. Y'all drop some gems on me. Hopefully, I'll drop some gems on y'all. And, you know, we could we could keep it trucking. I hear that. I hear that. Karma Sutra Wednesdays. I can't forget about that. All right. So, <laughs> um. Again, Mr. L, thank you very much um, for letting us be on this platform. It's always a pleasure being with you, gentlemen, definitely, and I definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, ladies and gentlemen, again, my name is Val, creator of Dating for Millennials and Gen Z. Instagram, dating underscore Gen Y Z. I'm a dating and relationship advisor, and what I aim to do is to help cultivate the healthy relationships that we all deserve. Okay. Um, 
I also do a series, just started a series, it's called The Intricacies of Dating and Relationships. We're on episode four, really excited about it. Um, take a listen, give a follow, listen, see what you think. Um, I also do sessions as well, if you're interested in any sessions. Um, could be single sessions, couple sessions, dating question sessions, whatever it is. Um, send me a DM, we can have that conversation, I'll send you some information and we can go from there. Thank you very much for the opportunity. You want to plug the wifey's business real quick, Val? Oh, I got to do that, man. Got I got to do that. Yes. So a day of royalty, a day of royalty, Instagram. She makes lovely lotions, um, face balms, things like that. Beard oil. I know everybody can't see this, especially when, you know, it's the podcast, but my beard is looking really nice right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, oh my God. The thing that I like about man, what she do does is the fact that she makes everything. See, exactly. She makes everything from scratch, okay? She doesn't use any of, like, the extra crap and nothing like that. Everything's all natural and organic. That's what I like. Um, so, please, give her a follow. See what, she, see what she does on Instagram. Again, a day of royalty. Check it out. That's what I'm talking about. See, ladies, make sure you get a man who is going to plug you even when you're not in the room. He's going to hey. make sure you acknowledge and that the whole team winning, mm-hmm. but especially that you winning. That's what I'm talking about. That's one hell of a way to end it right there. Once again, fellas, I appreciate the both of you. Listeners, thank you also again for listening. Make sure you go like, subscribe, share anything. Tell your friends, come listen to the podcast. We're just going to continue to get better and better with it. Um, Man. Yo, this has been good. This has been good. It's been a great, a great episode. But we're going to wrap it up right here. As always, I'm the compassionate Dom, the sensual sadist, Southern gent with a sprinkle of filth, your host, Mr. L. Until next time.